Here we go. And three, two, one. Hey! Hey! Hey, 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 hey. What's up, my people? My name is Kyle. This is episode Iconoclash, season one, episode 26. I'm Kyle. This is my friend. I'm Enzo Moore. And and whatever. And first Bobby time Craig. guest, Bobby Cray. Welcome, buddy. Hey, thank you for having me. I just me. pulled that name from right there. No problem. I what? don't know who Enzo Moore is. Oh, it's just that guy with <laughs> gay blonde hair. He's on World Star. Yeah. He's got gay ass blonde hair. He does. <laughs> so he looks like a fucking reject. Uh, no one else can see him, man. Here, yeah, I'll, show, I'll have mean, to show everybody now. The podcast isn't going to be able to see him either way. But right. They can see him. He's this guy right here. This guy right here. That's where I pulled the name from today. He's right here, this guy. He looks like a hipster ISIS guy. He's right above (laughs) me. So this is our first time having a special guest, man. Gang, gang. This is so cool. Right, you just sit there and shut the fuck up. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah, this is our show still. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we're excited to be here. Yeah, man. This is good. Um, uh, we we've, we haven't honestly talked about having special guests on the show ever. And uh, he uh, ends here, hit me up yesterday and asked if uh, we could do it. And I was like, fucking let's do it. Well, I appreciate it. Let's do it. Let's do a triple clash. Yeah, good shit. Yeah, um, no, uh, I just love that I got like two hairy pieces of bread on the sides of me, and I'm the cheese in the middle of the end sandwich. So nah, dude, smooth. look at you. You are the mayonnaise in this sandwich. <laughs> I'm, I'm Swiss. He's so smooth. I'm the Swiss. How do you I'm keep Gouda. Your, How do you keep your face so smooth? Mozzarella. Mm. Look, mozzarella. It's called genetics. Oil. <laughs> it's called genetics. Where it's those Asian genetics? It just does this. <laughs> it just looks like a lesbian. Thirty years old, and I can't fucking. Man, I heard like a beard to save my life. I heard Asian people don't even need deodorant. Man, did you get that gene? Where did you hear that? Uh, Asian people told me that. That's fucking weird that somebody told you that. Yeah. Because I've never heard that in my life, but all my life I've had this weird thing. I do wear deodorant. Yeah. But I've had this weird thing where like. I don't sweat like other people do. I don't... My body odor does not develop at the same pace as everybody else's. <laughs> like I can go days without showering and not smell. Yeah, I, I feel it. Oh, like I can do it. Substi- I can go. <laughs> like it's weird. That's I like. That's like been a thing. Like my ex girlfriend used to talk about that. Like why don't you ever smell? Like if you don't shower for three days, you won't smell. Like I don't that's know, cool. but I, I've I never heard that, that was an Asian day, thing. <laughs> I used to um. I used to listen to like a now I'm working out every day, so now I have to shower every day because like when I work yeah. out I get fucking gross but like legitimately if I'm not doing shit I can go days at a time without showering and nobody would know that's, that's what's impressive. up that's a good trait to have well, another Asian stereotype I heard I used to listen to this- I, didn't, I didn't know that was an Asian thing though well, like, that's- I'm gonna tell you how I know that I used to listen to a podcast full of Asian people okay. called, called DVD ASA and uh, they talked about it and uh, another thing they mentioned was that Asian people they don't have like waxy earwax it's more like crumbly my my earwax is waxy, but I'm definitely not 100% Asian, so yeah, yeah, no, I'm probably figured, getting some of these things. I would say, others. I figure you get, but some. the not stinking is a good trait to have. Yeah, it is a good one. Not man. mad about that. I dig it. I wish I had that. Being allergic to alcohol is not the worst thing either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Being I allergic, disagree. Allergic it's to alcohol. Kick ass. You have seen me party hard as fuck, bro. I can be the first one drunk and the last one to stop drinking. You oh, have I know. witnessed it. 
That's like somebody being like, I'm allergic to peanut butter, but you see me cap off a whole jar. But it doesn't like it doesn't fuck me up like that. Like I just get drunk fast as shit, bro. I might break out in hives, what but it, I'm gonna be okay. I was gonna say, what makes you allergic to it then? If you can just drink it and still get drunk. They say that, like there's it's it's something like one third of all East Asians have the like gene of being allergic to alcohol. Oh, I never heard so, that before. Like, I can't really develop a tolerance to alcohol. Okay. It's like every time I drink, it's kind of like the first time. But I mean, I've developed some kind of tolerance because I can <laughs> drink way more than the first time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I can drink like a fucking fish now, but um, like two beers in, like I'm legitimately drunk. Okay. That's good. Like, I'm drunk. That is good. And like I, I, I'll break out into hives if I drink a lot of alcohol, um, but you can't really tell anymore. Like when I was younger, you could see it all up and down my arms. Like I'd have hives. Except for now I have tattoos everywhere, so you can't uh, see them. So I'm sure they're still there. I used to get them real bad on my shoulders, too, but that was usually only with, like, liquor. Okay. But I don't know if that's still... That's I weird. I don't ever see my shoulders when I'm I've drinking, never heard so of I don't that. know that's if that weird. still happens or not. Well... I'll let you know next time. <laughs> Thanks, Pooh. <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Um, let's get it popping welcome, off. Welcome, guys. He said, welcome, guys. Like, I'm not here all the time. <laughs> it's great to have you today, Enz. You great know, me and Keys have been talking about having yeah. a special guest for yeah. a couple weeks yeah. now. And uh, you I know, feel you like you need to be the lottery. closer over here. Yeah, I feel like that, too. I feel like you're just, like, leaning. Like, No, I'm not leaning. I'll get close to you, man. I'll snuggle up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> We're going to make Bobby jealous. <laughs> all right. Man. We're doing all kinds like of gay things anymore. today. We'll be shoulder to shoulder, We're man. It's gay cool. things today. So, speaking of so gay things... <laughs> oh, please keep that around. Let's keep doing that on the show. I bust it out all the time on Keezy shows, man. Just when, during a law, man. <laughs> That's one way to break the tension. Yeah. Um, so what's been cracking? Tell me tell me what's been going on this past week with you guys. Anything new or interesting? Let's start with you. With me? Not him. With Bobby. Go yeah. ahead, Bobby. What, well, what have you been uh, up to? I just got off tour. So, uh, you know, I came uh, back from the West Coast early last week. It was a long ride, but it was a good time. We uh, got hit by a tornado in Kansas. Oh, shit. And we were going to try to drive through it, but then the car started getting blown around the road. Thought it was a little sketchy, so we pulled over. And when we were leaving, we see that... Uh, when it picks your car up off the ground, you can't drive through it. <laughs> exactly. It makes so the tires don't work the same. But, uh, no, when we... Uh, when we left the gas station that we pulled over at for safety, we looked at a sign that said, you are in the town that the house of Dorothy from Wizard of the Oz is in. And I'm like, what, is, what are the odds that I get hit by a tornado in Dorothy's That hometown? is pretty cool. That's a fun story. Yeah. Just, oh, I just noticed that you. was pretty cool, but it needs, <laughs> it needs to be about 20% cooler. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Um, I, I was just going to comment on your cool necklace. I just saw that. That's pretty nifty. Thank you. Yeah, these are uh, Mafiotic Misfit chains. That group um, sucks. Where you get that made? Uh, that you get them made out in trash. Arizona. Yeah? Yeah, it's... Uh, no, it's, we don't. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, no. There are, <laughs> there, there's, there's, there's a way that we get them, but we can't tell you because we can't sell them anymore. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> they magically appear from pixie dust. If you put pixie dust onto a plateau, uh, it just grows these necklaces. I want an Iconoclash one. Yeah. Um, we That's cool. We can make that happen. We, uh, Here, scooch over this way a little bit. Because like, I, I feel like he's like goes as far. I feel like he's like my uh, mic doesn't go any further. Here, you can do this though. It does. I can. Uh, I can scoot it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, make it work. We'll make it work. No. <laughs> with, <laughs> I feel like he's getting cut off, man. <laughs> with the uh, there you go, looking a lot better. With you could have scooted over. This I did way. scooch over, but then we're all scooched over, and look at all this gap over here. 
And there's like bear, he was like cutting off over there. This is great podcasting right now. This is amazing. This All is right. wonderful. So so what what else you been? T- shut up. What else you been doing this weekend? This week. So you got off tour. What what else? Anything else cool? Got off tour. Uh, came home and relaxed for a good twenty four hours because you just beats the shit out of you and then uh had ends come over we uh re-recorded and remastered a, a bunch of his stuff for his new album fuck yeah came out sounding real crispy i got an album coming oh fuck yeah are you gonna be able to buy it at iconoclash.net sure <laughs> sure <laughs> this guy i'll put all my stuff on iconoclash i, I know care. i'm wait. i still i'm still waiting one of these days i'll put that shit up there i'll be able to at least yeah i still got I only way i can listen to your shit is on spotify for free and that's how i'd like to keep it got hype zone during my stream oh yeah what's hype zone tell us that so uh, when you stream to mixer they yeah. uh it's certain games uh fortnite rainbow six uh PUBG. if you are following their hype zone page their hype zone page watches which what rainbow doing. six uh siege okay. yeah that's the newest one yeah and so um when you get to the top like or the last 10 people alive um if they find your game they'll actually host your your stream and they uh. put it out to two three four hundred people so people start pouring in and watching that last couple minutes of the game that the most exciting part of the game and was that the first time you got that yeah that was my first hype zone and so you know we had a uh, three four hundred people pile into the stream and start uh, showing a lot of love got a lot of follows so it was really Fuck cool yeah. to see that they as a company will host the people that are using their network and try to promote you as you're promoting them that's pretty sweet yeah um what's your uh name on there lifeless comic lifeless comic what's that reference to it's a reference and i'm gonna tell you the story of how he got this name <laughs> Do it. it was pretty good all right bobby used to be an aspiring stand-up comedian oh yeah cool yeah i like it and so he told everybody that he wanted to go by lifeless comic the comedian because he wanted to knock him dead and when he started doing the stand-up comedy i remember i went to his first show years ago and when <laughs> i went he did his stand-up and it was so unbelievably terrible. Terrible. Like nobody was laughing. That instead of him knocking laughing. him dead, we were like, bro, you kind of are a lifeless comic. Yep. That's funny. It's a true story. Yeah. I like that. That's so, funny uh, as fuck. you know, from that day on, my, my comedy career ended, but I stayed the lifeless comic. That's cool, man. I, I have I've had aspirations of one day wanting to try stand-up comedy, but I don't, one, I don't think I'm that funny. <laughs> I just made that whole story up. <laughs> it's really hard to do stand-up comedy when half your bit is taking your clothes off and they make you leave. When you get to a certain point, it, you don't get to finish your bit. Mm. That wouldn't be lifeless. You'd be the life of the party at that point. Wait, so so wait, you weren't a life? You weren't a comedian? No. All right, well, no, I made that up, bro. <laughs> so, well, tell us the real fucking version. All right, uh, so, ends wasted five minutes of our time. All right, so super actually interesting story. Um, back when I was what, like. 15 i got maybe 16 i got my first xbox 360 okay um so i had the, the regular xbox previously um lost my gamer tag xbox 360 came out and i got one off my buddy and so i had to delete all this stuff and i'm, I'm sitting there and i'm going through and i'm trying to think of things that really resonate with me things that like relate to, to me and my life and i just couldn't think of any so i hit the random button on yeah. xbox and it generated lifeless comic okay and it just stuck with me yeah i got you all right that's <laughs> you a way worse stop story. telling people that story <laughs> and start telling them mine yeah his story was way more <laughs> Exactly. I told you my, my story's captivating. <laughs> uh, I made mine up on site. I love those uh, auto-generated uh, gamer tags, though. They're always pretty funny. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I I didn't care at that point. I was like, I just want to play. Quit wasting yeah. my time. <laughs> okay, so check this out. When I was a kid, when I was like real little, when AIM was the thing, yeah. Uh-oh. I had to come up with a screen name. Yeah. And so my sister, who's like 10 years older than me, she helped me. She was like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to write down these three lists of words. And they're going to pick a word from each and put them together. Okay. And at like fucking seven years old, 
I picked out, which, by the way, what the fuck were my parents thinking letting me be on the internet like that at seven? <laughs> yeah, mom. That's how you yeah. turned You're out You're the this reason way. I'm like this now. Uh-huh. Thanks. Um, my screen name was Tarbugai. That's what, what I picked as tar, a child. Tarbugai? T-A-R-B-U-G-E-Y-E. Why? Tar, I don't know. I was seven. Good job. Okay. I don't know if I was seven. I might have been eight or something, but I was still too young to be on the internet, mom. <laughs> My first, my one of my first screen names was um, Jugga Ninjalo. Jugga Ninjalo. <laughs> Wonder what you listen to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've been rocking Special K ever since I saw um, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. And um, was it is it Seth Green's character? Is, he calls himself Special K in that movie. Okay. I thought it was cool. Yeah. How about this? I just saw my buddy Matt the Dragon. Shout out to Matt the Dragon. Matt the Dragon. Um, I saw him post on Facebook because the gathering is going to be here soon. Yeah. I don't have the money to go. I'm sure you don't have the money to go. No, I don't. I'm betting you don't have the money to go. I don't got the money to go. But he said if he he, he thinks that on day two, if we just walk in with a bunch of people, yeah. they probably won't notice. Yeah. And I think you guys down? Coding I'm down. Plan, dude, I'll go. Are I'm you guys down. down to all yeah. take a day off and just try to sneak in? And if we don't, like, fuck it's it. We'll go out to lunch. Or, yeah, right. we'll go out to lunch or something and just have a day ourselves. No, yes. we'll park a lot. We should all go. It. Like, dude, fuck 30, it. Let's go break into the gathering, It's a 30-minute drive, bro. Yeah, I mean, 30 30 are we drive? down to do this? Yes. Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll take a day off. Let me tell you, the first time they had it, the first time they had it there in Legend Valley, we actually did that. We snuck in. Like, the first the first or second. Oh, no, it was the third day because ICP was performing that night and I watched him perform. We literally just walked right in. No one was checking badges or anything. So we're doing this. this is the thing. In so, worst case scenario, they turn us away. I guarantee you, there's some turn up juggalos in the parking lot trying to get down. Right? Yeah. No I'm saying like we just go get fucked up or like I'm you know in, what whatever. Like we'll just have our own day. Count we'll all request in. a day off. If we can't get in, fuck it. We'll do something else. But we if should, we can, we should take a cam- yeah. we should take a camera and get some footage and splice up a little, little um, video. Yeah. Uh, video for the sh- for the pod, man. Yeah, we'll do that. Sounds. Like I think team. we should do that. Just so walk in on second day. If we get in, we get in. Matt the Dragon, you're the man. You're you're the one that spawned this. Absolutely, Matt the Dragon. And uh, anybody who hasn't seen, he has these new Dabber Man shirts where it's the Hatchet Man with the torch. You should go check that out. It's pretty cool. Matt the Dragon does? Yeah. He just came out with these new shirts, dude. Who's Matt the Dragon? Matt the Dragon has his own merch. Yeah. <laughs> Matt the Dragon is, he's the household name, dude. You don't get no, on. Matt the Dragon is my fucking guy. Oh, there we go. The, the, look, Adam Stephson says the wrist bracelets are what they glance for. Just find some cloth bracelets and wear a bunch of them so it looks like. It looks right. Hey, what up, Mr. E? Hey, he, uh, we just got off tour. He was uh, rolling with us on tour. What's FTE. Up, Mr. E? We're going back out on tour at the end of the month. Tattoo Tarzan tour. So uh, shout out to Mr. E. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. That's We're going to try to come see you, Codeine. That is what's up. You're going to be my new best friend, you and Mr. E. I'm going to get rid of these guys, and it's going to be the three of us. <laughs> Rolling deep. <laughs> All right. So do you want to get into... Let's start getting into some shit. We've, we've, well, we've talked about a little bit about our week. You all... Bobby told us about his week. You got anything you want to mention? I got stuff, but it's going to be in my list. I so. haven't. I, nothing happened to me this past week that I need to feel the need to talk about. So let's just go right into our um, uh, discussions this week. Okay. Um, so you watched some movies. I you did want to talk about movies. those? We can. We can do movies first. All right. Let's do that. You let's any do movies? it. Uh, this week? Yeah. No. All right. Well, then I don't got time. <laughs> this is an A and B busy. conversation, and you can see your way out. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. You can still participate. Um, okay, so I watched a bunch of movies. I'm going to start with the worst one that I watched. Okay. It was called Circus Kane. It was on Amazon Prime Video. Circus Kane? Yeah. It, um, basically, I watched a bunch of movies and was like really trying to watch something else, and I didn't have many good options left, so I picked this one knowing that it was probably going to be bad, and it was. Should have had cool should've, things about it. Should have watched Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah no. Um, <laughs> I watched Circus Kane. It's about all these people that like these 
like YouTube stars or whatever. Huh. And um, this like guy that's known for like horror mastery invites them to his like house. And if they survive the night, they all get $250,000. Okay. But then he's like murdering them all. He's like a madman. Um, it was not very good. There's a lot of things really bad about it, but it did have good parts about it. Like the villain looks real fucking crazy. Um, a lot of the, like, it looks like a cheap haunted house the whole time. Yeah. So like I'm it, still listening. It doesn't look, the production value It is has a pretty great. creepy looking clown in it. Yeah. I mean, usually yeah. when you look at horror movies and they have like a creepy looking clown like that on the cover, they're usually pretty hokey. Where the fuck and is this it getting pretty this? pretty hokey. I literally have no idea where it's getting this image right here. I, I don't know. All right. Sorry. Keep, keep All talking. I see is the old man from Fallen oh, Stars. <laughs> I see what um, I did wrong. My bad. But yeah, like the villain was cool. There were like moments of cool stuff for the most part. It was kind of a shitty horror movie. It was probably the worst movie. So you watched it on Amazon? Yeah. It was not great. I mean, it wasn't, it was not the worst. Jonathan Lipnicki. That sounds familiar. Who's that? That, I don't know. Wasn't that the kid from like uh, Jerry Maguire? Pretty sure. I have no idea what that fucking kid's name is. I like how they put it up there, like, Jonathan Lipnicki horror movie, like, you're just supposed to fucking know. I mean, just right. to be fair, the kid that l- uh, was on Jerry Maguire looked like his name was, like, Michael Johnson. Yeah. He looked like a Mikey. Mikey likes We it. agree. His name was Michael Johnson. <laughs> That's not the same guy, bro. Okay. So, you give it a monster bash? No. <laughs> no, All I right. would not. <laughs> it looks it looks pretty terrible. It reminds me of that movie, um, Carnival of Souls, that old shitty horror movie. Nope. It's terrible. Don't ever watch it. Yeah, I'll pass. I wasn't. I, I would for a period of time. I would watch any like carnival related uh, horror movie, especially. Uh, I would definitely watch this back in my super juggalo days, mm-hmm. without a doubt. This was not the worst thing I ever saw. Like, I mean, was, it looks kind of cool. Looks, like he's real cool. Like, looks like some neat like graphics. There and were shit. cool things about it, but. Not terrible. I don't know. Like thirty percent of the movie was cool, and then like seventy percent was not very good. Okay, but I watch. I've seen a lot of movies where ninety five percent of the movie is trash. So pa- like Paula confirmed, he is the kid from Jerry Maguire. Thank you, Paula. No, Thank that you, was Paula. Mikey. <laughs> no, Paula, that was Mikey Johnson. Clowner guys. Sure you might as well watch Clowner guys. No, like I, I kind of knew. <laughs> I knew going into that movie that it was not going to be great. Okay. So like I didn't have a whole lot of expectations for it. All right, fair. so that movie I will never watch. What else? Um, last night I started, but I only watched like the first twenty five minutes or something before I fell asleep of the town that dreaded sundown. I've heard of that. Uh, Why? Well, I, I think there was like a nineties movie. I think it was the nineties. That was the town of the Red Sundown. I hadn't seen that, and this okay. is like a 2014 a or something. Okay. I don't think it was a remake though. I initially thought it was a remake, but the way the movie starts, it's about these people because the town of the Red Sundown is a, a town that's on the border of um, Texas and Arkansas. Okay. Is that okay. right? Uh, is it Kansas. Kansas, yeah, Texas, and uh, I don't Kansas. know where Arkansas is on the map, and I'm feeling like an idiot for that. Is that next to Kansas? Texas? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is Kansas. Yeah. Our Kansas. Yeah, no, because I mean, we drove through Kansas into Texas into New yeah. Mexico to get to Arizona. Yeah, okay. Sorry, my, my geography is not perfect. But, uh, so there's this town's right on the border, and all these people are remembering these things called the Moonlight Murders that happened in like the 30s. And, uh, there's the movie, The Town of the Dreaded Sundown, which I think is referring to the original movie, and they're all watching it on like the anniversary of the. The killings, okay. at, like the drive-in theater, and then the killings start again, like 
60 years later or something. So I think it's not necessarily a remake. It's kind of like spinoff. It's like a remake slash sequel. All right. Is it good? Um, From what I saw, it looked really good. Okay. Okay. I only watched like the first 20 minutes, but I definitely am going to watch the rest. It looked well, really good. That's enough for you to judge an entire movie based on 20 minutes. We all know how you work. <laughs> all right, anyway, so th- that's on my uh, docket for later, but uh, right. moving on now to the rest of the movies that I've got. Yes. I watched a movie called Wish Upon. You guys ever heard of that? What the fuck? Hold on, wait. Where, like, where are you finding me? I, I was going to say, like, you that said, was like a Hollywood movie. You said on Amazon Prime is where this, you're watching these, these, right? Oh, well, I watched a few of them on Amazon Prime. These, all the ones that I've named so far, I watched I, on Amazon Prime. I, I'm just curious. But Wish what Upon the, is like a real legitimate Hollywood movie. I'm just curious what the like thought process is like when you decide to watch a movie. Because me personally, like, I'm not watching a fucking movie unless I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. I look at like, uh, the like Rotten Tomatoes rating, okay, things like that. But I mean, also with horror movies, you have to take that with right. a grain of salt because that's never really. So you just re- you're reading these descriptions. Um, but I'm reading like, descriptions. Oh, this well, I'm cool. looking at the artwork and seeing does this look overly hokey? Like okay. that's part of the reason why I knew Circus Kane was not gonna be good. Is like gotcha. to tell from the artwork, like yeah, this is gonna be trying too hard. Okay, but um, Wish Upon is like a real Hollywood movie. I remember okay. seeing previews for it. I never ago. heard of it. Wish um, Upon, but it's basically about this chick. She's in high school not popular you know whatever and her dad is like always out dumpster diving and he finds this Chinese box like a music box and he brings it back to her and gives it to her because she's like in a class where she's learning to speak Mandarin or something Okay, and so she like can kind of read it but it's like ancient Chinese text and she finds out that it grants her seven wishes she starts wishing on it just like playfully and our wishes start coming true Okay, so like mm. she wishes that this girl that she doesn't like at school rots and then like the next morning this girl's face is like rotting off and shit okay. and like it gets more and more extreme um it was okay it was not bad you think I would like, give it like probably just under a monster bash it wasn't bad though okay it was okay but you think in a, in a situation like that, as a little girl that's in high school, you make a wish that somebody's face rots off and you go to school and their face is rotting off. I don't think you would continue to make your wishes more severe after that. <laughs> yeah. I think you would kind of pump the brakes like, oh, shit, this is going a little yeah, far. She does it a little bit. She doesn't. That's not how it works. It's not like her wishes get more severe. She wishes for better things, but like it gets she, can't, taken out of she, she doesn't know enough Chinese that she can't read. And it's like ancient Chinese. Uh, so when she's trying to translate it, there's things that she's missing and she finds out there's like a blood price. So every time she makes a wish, somebody dies. Copy. Uh, so like she. She wishes that, you know, um, she was popular, which is not like a terrible wish, except mm-hmm. for like, then like that lady dies or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something like that happens. Gotcha. So, yeah. Well, have you ever seen the movie Wishmaster? I feel like that'd be no, better I feel like I should time. watch Wish, Wish Wishmaster Master. is the shit. I, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember loving it. I mean, mind you, when I'm putting these on, I'm not spending a whole lot of time picking. I'm just like, oh, this looks okay. That just reminded me of it because I think it's a similar kind of plot as far as like somebody making wishes and they go wrong and shit but the wishmaster actually has like a real true villain you know yeah pretty dope all right yeah it wasn't bad it was all right he said it got a 17 percent on rotten tomatoes wish upon did well i mean again this go i I don't really know if this is a horror movie but generally horror movies don't get great says horror movie Wish upon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, you, yeah, it says it right there. I mean, <laughs> all right, what like else? a Saw horror movie. Yeah. Saw's not really. Saw's like a gore movie more than a Torture horror porn. Would you, call yeah. a, would you call A Quiet Place a horror movie? Uh, funny you say that. I watched A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. Tell us about it. How'd you like it? That was all right. <laughs> I think that walks the line of like drama and horror. Yeah, I do yeah. too. I actually, I watched A Quiet Place this past week too. Um, everybody told me how great it was and I watched it so I was kind of disappointed because I didn't think it was as great as everybody else said it was. 
but it was okay. It wasn't I'll, bad. I'll tell you my, right. my favorite part about it is that it was short. If that movie would have been two hours long. It's funny you say that because I was falling asleep like halfway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm tired. If that movie would have been long. two hours long, it would have been a, a nightmare. But it's like an hour 20. Like, That's perfect. Yep. Um, and, I mean, there's almost no dialogue in the whole movie. It's almost all sign language and shit. Yeah. But I liked it. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. It was a I, neat, it was I a think neat the, I vision, think it you know. It early. Yeah. I think the best part of that whole movie is when the kids playing with the spaceship and yeah, he gets snatched. Spoiler alert! I mean, it's like in the first twenty minutes of the yeah, movie. I don't really know that's a spoiler. I mean, that's like that sets the tone for the movie though pretty quickly. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think it peaks real early. I thought that was the best part of the whole. I movie. think the I think the best part of the movie is when the mom's uh, literally in labor and like trying to be quiet while because the monster is like right. Yeah, upstairs. that's intense. That shit was pretty intense. That's crazy. I like it I a mean, lot. She's literally like her water breaks and she like drops something so she makes a sound and then the <laughs> the creatures have like crazy hearing so like yeah. they come Our like sprinting from up. yeah sprinting from the forest and like come into her house like looking around for it they can't see but she she's like in labor like trying not to make any noise like in the corner of the basement like while this thing's like creeping around looking for it. it's pretty pretty tight see yeah, i think it's rough. more scary to think about like aside from having to go through labor and not make sounds i think it's more horrifying to think about having a crying baby Oh yeah, that. that that I was sitting like, there. How do you keep the baby quiet? Yeah, bro? like you snuff it. But they show you how they do it. Yeah, <laughs> they they put it in like a literally put yeah, it in like a little a casket. Yeah, they have like a box that they put it in. Yeah, that's crazy. They put like a breathing mask yeah. on it and shit. Yep, it's intense. Yeah. Like movie, oh shit, the movie has a, the end was pretty good. Like it was a good movie. It has a lot of really cool parts, and I like how it kind of leaves the ending op uh, open ended. Yeah. Um, for anyone, sorry for spoiling shit, but the movie it's worth watching. I I give it a monster. We didn't bash. spoil it really bad. I give it a monster bash. Would you? I will give it a monster bash. It was good. Yeah. Jonathan Krasinski does he does a John, great job. Jonathan. John. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Um, he he wrote and directed that movie yeah. too. Yeah. I didn't know that. It was a good movie. So I did see a movie this last week that was actually kind of disappointing. I forgot. What oh, yeah. was it? Uh, the new Jurassic Park. I took really? my daughter to go see it. She's uh, nine, and she's never been to a movie that's not like a, a Pixar-type movie. Yeah. And so I talked to her about it like, uh, this is going to be a little grown up for you, but are you ready? Like, do you <laughs> think that you want to do this? And she was like, yeah. She did good with it. She was dude, like, ah, your daughter's was... a thug, though. Dude, she was like, <laughs> the, sassy I didn't shit. like the impaling, and I didn't like the arms getting ripped off, but other than that, it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that hasn't been that great, though. You know, it, it started off really good, and then when it made the switch, like, where I thought the movie was going, Going. Like you see in the previews where you think that like this scene is the end of the movie yeah. and that's like 15, 20 minutes in. Okay. And so I was kind of disappointed that it switched and went the direction that it went. If they would have stayed on the course that the movie began with, I think that it would have been a lot more interesting. But it was just kind of like they were trying, they were reaching. It was a lot of like unnecessary dinosaur kills that like it, it was very far fetched. But if you're a fan of Jurassic Park, watch it. It's a fun movie to sit back and just kind of vibe to for the dinosaur aspect. But you're not going to fall in love with it let me ask you did you like the first jurassic world yes i liked, I liked it too it and i've read a lot of shit talking on it i thought it was pretty cool i mean it's, it's hokey at parts you know don't get me wrong but i mean it's fucking you're we're talking about super intelligent uh you know, uh, cloned dinosaurs here. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're, it's like a feat of scientific, uh, whatever word I'm trying to say. Fiction. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> Thank you. And that's kind of where they lost me on this movie because they just kept like in this movie. They Is that like, not possible in real life? I don't know. Like cloning is possible. Why couldn't they clone a dinosaur? They could, but I believe. I mean, with the way yeah, they, why would they, they want can, to? Why have you seen the movie? They? Science. <laughs> I mean, 
that is not a reflection of real life. Dude, you put a tiger in the San Diego Zoo and it jumps out of its cage and mauls a kid for throwing a pine cone at it. What happens well, if we start I mean, building I mean, dinosaurs? You can, you can, we you see can, what happens. I mean, if, you, you don't have to clone a fucking T-Rex or a raptor or some shit. But who would? Like, like if you're going to clone a Baronosaurus, you're going to clone a fucking raptor. I'm talking about for scientific It's like being purposes. like, do you want like, to build a minivan or you, do you want to build a hot rod? <laughs> could you clone a brontosaurus? I think that they should. And if you can, why if Why they, haven't they yet? Listen, if they could, they ought to do it with something a little less dangerous, if you ask me, which I think is what kind of what But I mean, that's what I'm saying, though, is not all dinosaurs have to be dangerous. <laughs> right. But why do it on a dinosaur when they could also, just clone like a dodo or something like that? Well, let's also keep in mind, somebody. let's also keep in mind that science like mankind is scientifically advanced enough that if we cloned one dinosaur not a bunch of them if we clone one we could maintain one dinosaur as a like the government could do that maybe but then that's where the world fails because if we well, get to I a mean, point you, that we can clone we've got, dinosaurs we've got fucking we can clone no, organs for people up. that are Hold falling on. out and, you we, and we should you but we dinosaur. absolutely should but like if we're talking about like we're talking about we've got fucking drones and missiles and all this kind of shit and you guys are worried one T-Rex is going to get out of hand I'm not even talking about a T-Rex I'm talking like if we're just talking about the possibility of it sure then why not but what, so why what, hasn't that been an advancement in science because there's more important question. things I like, don't think we can actually do it like have you ever they would have done it. have you ever seen the movie The Island the Michael Bay movie with Scarlett Johansson that movie is tight that movie is tight as that movie fuck. is tight but I like the first half a lot better than the second half yeah me too that's another one of those movies that switches halfway through like yeah. the first half is this like real crazy like utopian movie and the second half it's is like, like a giant thriller. action chase scene yeah but the, my point is that's the kind of shit do you know anything about that movie uh, I watched it a while ago I mean okay. it was one of those that I was falling asleep through well, but the point, good, the good point movie. is it, they're, they're, they create a world of clones essentially for yeah. rich people who can mm -hmm. just just pretty much for body harvesting you know when you're getting sick which yeah. so that's spoiler alert that spoiler alert on this 15 year old movie <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah that's how Get Out was made they saw that movie and were like alright we're gonna do this yeah there you go uh, I mean, the same kind of concept yeah exactly yeah, it really is so that's the kind of shit i think that scientists should be focusing on more than fucking cloning a goddamn dinosaur if well you i mean me. that's fine that you can say that but like that's ignoring the fact that we have like hundreds of the world's top doctors fucking working on dick pills and shit so like it doesn't have to be one or the other bro like mikey said keep the keep the um dinosaur at rob's crib <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm surrounded by this much nonsense. You guys can't acknowledge the point that I'm trying to make. Nah, can you imagine cleaning up the shit after that? Thing? Oh. Well, somebody's got a job. Let's employ somebody. <laughs> He's fucking making jobs. Michael Miller's got a job now. <laughs> oh well. All right. So Jurassic World is uh, Jurassic Evolution, whatever the fuck it's called, is um, just okay, or it's pretty sweet. I mean, it, better than me wrong. Better than the last one. Is it a monster no, bash? The, the original Jurassic World, like even though, like you said, it has its cheesy parts. It was like a captivating movie. It, yeah. it got my attention, and it was better than like the sequels of the original Jurassic Park. I think sure. it, they took it in kind of a different direction. Um, this movie, it was just kind of like they tried to grasp at the good parts of that movie. Mm. Like they they made a raptor out of the Indominus Rex, and the thing had no characteristics of the Indominus Rex. Okay, okay. let me throughout ask you the this. entire movie. Do you understand our our grading scale for all things here? Monster bash. Right. So. On a scale of one to ten, on a yeah. scale of Resident a Monster Evil Bash is a seven. <laughs> so that means if it's a Monster Bash, it's good. If it's better than a Monster Bash, it's great. If it's worse than a Monster Bash, it's probably not so good. Right. And zero is Resident Evil Six. 
So on a scale of Resident Evil 6 to Monster Bash, where does it rank? I would say about a 6. It's not a Monster Bash. Oh. Hey, just under a Monster not Bash, a monster, though. Yeah. Almost a Monster Bash. Not the That's worst thing. Good. That's probably about where I'd put, like, Wish Point. <laughs> right. It's one of those movies you can sit back and watch because you've seen the other Jurassic Parks and you enjoy the dinosaur aspect of it. Okay. It's like Saw 7 or something. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, like you know, I like this, so I'm going to keep watching right. these, even though they're not as good as they once were. Chris, like, Chris Pratt's the man, too. I like Chris Pratt. He did a good job. I mean, it's kind of like watching, like, the 24th installation of Trapped in the Closet by R. Kelly, where it's like, this isn't good, but I've watched them all. All up until now, so I've never seen any it. of them. If you haven't, sit down and watch. I them. want to. Uh, Everybody keeps telling me and I, that's like one of those things that I'm gonna do at some point, but I just never like remember to. Gay preachers and midgets with shotguns, and like it gets so crazy. <laughs> I never watched all that. Oh my I've God. only I've only watched the South Park parody of it. No, it. it. We used to sit down and just get faded and watch that and crack up because it's the most ridiculous like series of music videos you'll ever see that's in your funny. life. It yeah, gets well. out of hand. All right, what else you watch, man? All right, is that all you watch, Bobby? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what I'm else did you watch? Um, I watched. Um, we watched. I watched The Incredibles for the first time all the way through. It's funny you say that because my baby's mom took my kids yesterday to see Incredibles too. Yeah, we I wanted to go see. see we wanted my to kids see the came back one, like but. so excited, like ah, oh, it was the best thing ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first one's sweet. I mean, I like it. I I, I don't under, quite understand the cult following it has, other than just nostalgia purposes. Because if you ask me, it's not even close to being the best Pixar movie. I mean, Monsters Inc.'s better than it. Toy Story's better than it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pixar, um, Disney, all that kind of stuff was like. Really Really good when they had like they were being selective about what they were doing. Yeah, and then it seems like at some point like all of that stuff got blown out of proportion. They're just pumping sure. shit out. It's kind of the same thing with Star Wars. Like Star Wars, they just yeah. start pumping shit out now. And like, oh, I went and saw Solo, a Star Wars story last week. I didn't. I heard it was terrible. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I haven't watched Star Wars since The Force Awakened. Yeah, and that Awakens. was sweet. I like. I, just yesterday, I saw I give that the Last the Jedi yeah. on Netflix, and I thought about it long and hard because I really love Star Wars. And I thought like, I was like. Nah, the last Jedi was a lot more. I'm gonna watch the, the town the that dreaded sundown and yeah. said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Force Awakens I think is better than the Last Jedi, but mm-hmm. I like I still really like the Last Jedi. People shit on it, but my, for me, uh, just for I what it's like worth, the Force Awakens. I, it takes a lot for me to say I really dislike a movie. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm sitting there watching it and I watch the whole thing, I'm probably gonna like it. But there's sometimes like, for I the record, I am aware that like the Force Awakens is a better movie than like say Wish Upon. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But my expectations for the two of them are drastically I different. I get it. it so while I can sit there and be fine with Wish Upon and I can watch The Force Awakens be pissed off at the end, like it has everything to do with my expectations and like I just did not like The Force Awakens. My biggest problem they with killed my guy, The bro. Last Jedi was it's the sequel to The Force Awakens and it had a completely different feel. There was yeah. so much more cheesy comedy they tried yeah. to shove in whoa, there. Whoa, 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 whoa. That I don't know is a legitimate strike to hold against it based on the grounds that Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back are drastically different. And vibe. I would disagree. They have different directors. You're tripping. They have Those a- feel like totally different s- styles of the same kind of thing. Uh, I mean, same different Empire styles. Strikes Back is drastically darker in comparison. Yeah, that's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they left the movie off on with The Force Awakens in a very serious moment yeah. where Rey is looking at Luke yeah, and yeah, I agree. it's intense and like you think that there's about to be some real epic stuff that is happens there more in the Luke start of the next the last movie. Jedi? Yes. yes. So it okay. starts off. Luke is essentially the yep. Star Wars universe's Frank Gallagher in this movie. I don't know who Frank Gallagher is. <laughs> He, from Shameless. You know from Shameless. Like, okay. I, he's just like this old, drunk, belligerent guy that's 
angry the whole movie. Yeah. And that's what my beef is. It's it ends. He with, looks like that at the end of the Last Jedi. Well, though. the Force Awakens. He does. He, I feel like they tried to make him look like fucking Gandalf, and he looked more like bitter old drunk guy that hates yeah. the world. Like that's a, what he looked. He's like. like an asshole Yoda. But it ends off with this very intense scene, and then the next movie starts off with the same scene, and it's like very like comedic, and he's making jokes, and she hands him his lightsaber, and he throws it in the water, and makes a joke yeah. about it. And like it just took the whole like build up that they left me with, and that like anticipation, and spoiled it, it peed on it immediately. Yeah. Like it was just like, hey, and this is gonna suck. Because I, I think that one was directed by Ryan Johnson, I think, and um, Force Awakens was directed by J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. I think he's coming back for Star Wars Nine. Thank God. Okay, so let me ask you guys this: favorite Star Wars movie? You go. Uh, probably. I really like Return of the Jedi. Just, I think it might be a nostalgia thing, but I love like the Yoda parts, the Ewoks, and shit like that. I'll mm-hmm. tell you a story about that in a second. Favorite Star I, I would Wars? Agree. Go. I would agree. The the Ewoks are like my favorite characters <laughs> I, in the world. I know Empire alone in this one. Empire's your favorite, right? No, no. Which one's yours? I like the Phantom Menace, bro. Really? <laughs> I've only I seen Phantom Darth Menace Maul, once. I think Darth Maul is so super badass. I think the pod racing is so super badass. I think Qui Gon Jinn is fucking sweet. Like I just love the Phantom Menace. I think part of it has to do with like that came out when I was a kid. Yeah, kind of how I got into Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, I did like Jar Jar Binks as a kid. I know everybody else hates Jar Jar Binks, but like. As a kid, I really like Jar Jar Binks. You guys have seen the so theory I get that he's why a they would have had Lord, that. Right? I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, I, I've only seen that movie once. So I, I think can't my second say, favorite but... is Revenge of the Sith. I've never seen that. I've never seen Episode Two or Three, bro. All right, on Episode three. three, on Episode Three, when Anakin and uh, fucking Obi Wan Kenobi fight in the volcano, like I cannot watch that scene without like hopping up out of my chair and getting <laughs> all like yeah, like I get so gassed up, bro. There's not many things in life that like elicit that kind of feeling from me, where like every time I'm just like so super yeah. into it. And yeah. while I don't think it's as good as the Phantom Menace, like that is in a very intense draw for me every okay. time like I really really love that I'll tell you a quick uh, might be spoiler for Solo if you care but um, Darth Maul shows up in that really yep no uh, I might have to watch it now it's, it's it, it ain't he doesn't have a, lo- a big part but he you does know they're show doing up a Darth Maul Netflix series really I haven't heard of that that's crazy I for as much as I, like Star Wars has lost me in recent memory I'm really excited for Darth Maul though Darth Maul is the coolest Star Wars character ever. <laughs> okay, he is he's so awesome. He's pretty badass. He's so awesome. He fucked Qui Gon up. Qui Gon was a thug. Yeah. Qui Gon was all the way badass, and Darth Maul just fucked his shit up. Oh, speaking of Netflix doing dope things, did you just see like yesterday there was an article about their they're having a docu series about who uh, killed Tupac? No, like there, there's a dude who says he was in the car that killed Tupac and Holy he's, shit. he's doing like a he's like dying of cancer and he's like doing like a tell all like docuseries like, fuck it I'm dying I mean, yeah. anyways seriously that murder though he like. said that he did, he's not pointing out exactly who it is but he said I'm not he said you know street code or whatever but all I can say is it came from the back seat, and he like th- he says who was in the back seat, but you know what I mean, right? But it's he's like, not going to say a specific right. but person. I thought, that, that so he's dodged. he's dry snitching. Yeah, he's snitching. Yep. <laughs> he's snitching without. Yeah, snitching. No, what he's but trying he's to do is though. get money for his family before he fades out. There he's he like, goes. I'm dying I mean, in a couple cool. months. I do this, and they're going to pay me hundreds. Of thousands I'll live of my dollars. whole life not a snitch, and then if in my dying moments I can get my kids fat, like. Let's yeah, I'll turn into a snitch in my go. last moment. He says, he says he's go. the only one left that can tell the true story, so he's doing it. Supposedly. Well, um, he I got nobody left to be Before we move of. on from Star Wars, I just yeah. want to tell you, with The Last Jedi, Yes. Um, I have watched Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back a hundred times a kid. Both. Okay. And I had probably seen the first half of The Last Jedi a hundred times. You mean Return of never, the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. 
and I had never finished it. Oh, shit. And okay. I hadn't really realized I hadn't finished it. <laughs> okay. And at one point, somebody said something to me, spoiler alert, when Yoda died in The Last Jedi. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? What the fuck? And I almost fucking cried. Uh, like, I, I thought I'd seen it in full, and just I guess I just hadn't realized that I'd never finished it. Yeah. Cry you will, young Padawan. Bro, it <laughs> fucked me up. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. So when I was like 16, I learned that and was like, oh. <gasps> totally hurt your whole soul. It did, bro. And then they did it again with fucking Solo, but it was not. A good movie that time. Okay, I mean, I, I'll, I'll have to rewatch them, but one of these days. So I mean, we'll, we'll if see. you if you're if you're gonna kill like Han Solo, like I get it. I cried. Yeah. Like I spent my whole life. That was like a friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I felt this connection to this character, yeah. and they killed him. And like I legitimately was like in tears. Like I can't believe my fucking guy's gone. But I really have an issue with fucking. And then this is my main issue with all of the force awakens with kylo ren he's just the douchiest guy ever like i can't <laughs> believe that's the guy that got my he's guy like the son of professor he, snape yeah. in the Star Wars world. <laughs> yeah, bro he, he just reminds me so much of the dude from grandma's boy like i am a robot yeah. that guy <laughs> i'm just like how me? can this be the guy that gets so like that's not fucking cool yeah he, he is pretty if lame. darth maul would have whacked fucking solo like that would have been like oh he, shit he was badass till he took his mask off yeah he, he should have kept his mask yeah, off mm-hmm. yeah See, he doesn't even wear it, I don't think, in uh, The Last doesn't. Jedi. Well, spoiler alert. That's ridiculous, because his mask is the coolest thing about I him. Know. The way that I felt about Han Solo dying is not the way I felt about like Luke's end, at, spoiler alert, at the end <laughs> of uh, The Last Jedi. Thanks. It, yeah. You should have watched it. Dude, it's been out for years. It's ambiguous, for what it's worth. But My, Me, personally, um, die in battle. Don't die like... Jedi forcing right. yourself into battle, like you overextend your force and just. <laughs> Why would you keep running with that when I'm like, yo, bro, it's been out for like six bro, months. You because I have it. no sympathy for you. You watch movies all week. You just listed like 17 movies you watched. Go watch I'm this. Obviously, gonna watch it at some point. You watch a bunch You're of not gar- coming back on the show. You're just gonna be up in here spoiling Star Wars for me. You, you watch a bunch bro. of garbage horror movies all week. Bro. I like horror movies. You guys know me. Don't act surprised. Yeah, but Fuck I mean, out of here. You got like. 12 hours to watch movies in a week and you didn't choose to watch you're one of fired the bro you're fired <laughs> <laughs> but again um i was really angered with that just because it was weak yeah, bro, you want to hear the most fucked up shit lot, just lot like that harder. bro i was at work and this girl is talking we're talking about shows or whatever and somebody starts talking about the walking dead and i'm like yeah i'm not caught up i'm only and then she just dropped a fucking spoiler like that's so fucked up and i'm like why the fuck would you say that right now? Like, I just told you I'm not caught up. She's like, because I don't want to talk about it. And then she keeps trying to expand on it. I'm like, shut the fuck up before I strangle you right now. <laughs> like, I will kill you right here, right now. Now, are you actively watching it, though? Are you trying to catch up? I'm going to catch up. I'm going to catch up See? soon. I mean, you, I, I, but I mean, there's like, there's, there's like a, a grace time period. For, there's right? a yeah, grace like period for spoilers. A good, like, two months after the yeah. episode airs. I think, that's, I think. Spoiler think, period. After no. that, people have enough time to watch it no. that I'm not going to filter no, myself. No, you're fucking tripping. I'm bro. with you, Bobby. Like, thank you. No, if it's something like Star Wars, you should see that shit immediately. Right? If you should have like in the Star theater. Wars. If it's something, you should like, watch the bootleg and then watch it in theaters. If it's something like Star, like it's one thing to spoil, like wish upon, like. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about that. But like Star Wars, you don't fucking do that, bro. But dude, Star- like The Walking Dead, like you know how, how people that feel about out? that shit. You don't fucking do that, bro. How long a that year is out? not a long enough time for you to just be shooting shit off, yes, bro. It is. You're Absolute fucking dude, tripping, bro. The next one is almost out. Bro, like, Infinity War. So? I was like two weeks late watching Infinity War, and I was scared it was going to get spoilers. So I was like, I have to go see it immediately. Yep. You guys are fucking tripping, bro. I mean, I say for for an iconic movie like that, you I'll give you a month. Anything longer? I think than when that, it's an iconic movie like that, 
the grace period should be longer because it's an iconic, oh, iconic movie like that. But how like, much the fuck longer? Alone. I mean, how, how long are we talking right here? <laughs> you guys are fucking monsters. Uh, Every day. Look, even look, Mikey's over here talking all kinds of shit to you, man. Look, he's like, you do a podcast where you talk movies and shows weekly, dog. You got to be caught up or pay the price. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Mikey, Michael you're Miller, the homie. Mikey, Mikey, I know you're supporting our podcast and you're on channel, so I want you to know that I love you before I say what I'm about to say. Uh, shit. Okay, I do appreciate your support. Go fuck yourself, Mikey. <laughs> uh, he's up here talking shit on your... Uh, uh, Go fuck yourself, Mikey. He said he would like Phantom Menace the best. He's like the worst one. That's Look, not the worst no, one. it's not, no. When that he said that, you should have seen bro. my face. When he said that shit, I, I had to pick my jaw I, off the bro, floor. Like, I have what? all these unpopular opinions all the time, and everybody's always like, what? No, no. I think you do that shit on purpose just to like clash with people and create a debate. I know. I just have my own opinion. Like These are the things that I genuinely feel. I've watched Phantom Menace a hundred fucking times. That's the same thing I said to him last week when he said he wouldn't watch Shaun of the Dead because he doesn't like British comedy. No, but I've watched watched an extended portion of Shaun of the Dead. This dude loves zombie movies and hates on Shaun of the Dead. I I don't love all zombie movies, though. I I don't either. I can tell you that. I have watched a very extended portion of that movie. You keep saying that like I didn't give it a shake. Like, (laughs) I gave it a fair shake, bro. I tried. I didn't like it. You're trying to force something on me that I tried and didn't like. <laughs> All right, man. Take it. No means yes. Just, just fucking accept it. All right. What? Whatever. Star Wars. Smart Wars. Right. Ray is Bay. By Ray the way, is Bay. <laughs> I don't even think she's that cute. You're tripping, bro. I mean, I don't think she's ugly. Like she's fine, but like I don't think. I mean, she's no she's not Bay. She's no Amelia Clark from Han Solo or from Solo, a Star Wars movie. But I'm glad that they did something like that because you get to like these Transformer movies where you have Megan Fox in every fucking movie. It gets annoying. It's like oh, I never thought Megan cast- Fox was as yeah. cute as everybody well, thought no, she was either. But she's not a good actress either. She's yeah. just a face. I don't that know they if I've ever seen her in all these anything. movies. Glad they picked a good actress and made Ray like a good character. Yeah, I don't than dislike to the actress. Or anything. I'm just saying I don't think she's. No, I don't think she's like a she's dime. But flaming, you know what I'm saying? Like she's all right. I'd hit that. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I probably would too. But like, oh look, he my bar's low, chick- bro. He hasn't had Chick Fil A and ate it, man. Still not over this. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't hate it because it doesn't taste good. That has nothing to do with why I hate. I know because no one would ever say that. No one would I ever would say Chick Fil A tastes like garbage. No one would I ever would say know. that. I wouldn't know. Why do you hate Chick Fil A? Because they're a bunch of fucking bigots. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Like, I'm not giving my dollars to a company. That is taking political stances that affect our society, brother. Like, like I'm sorry, I can I can go get chicken elsewhere. I don't have to give my money. I to guarantee you, ninety percent of the things you spend your money on have like a rich white racist guy. At You're the end probably of it. right. You're probably right. But they, and they don't. Say, they they don't also let it say be known, they so. also say that like everything in the world is owned by like six people. Yeah. yeah. So like the Rothschilds. <laughs> I mean, on some level, there's some truth to that. So like, pretty much anything you you buy you're you're probably supporting one thing or another but that doesn't mean i'm gonna fucking willingly lay down and accept it bro you can spend six, you have to you have you to take a stand somewhere bro. you can spend six bucks at chick-fil-a you have to take it's a stand right. my wife stand fucks with chick-fil-a and she knows all about that my wife fucks with chick-fil-a hard like three times a week she walks in with Your that wife's little bag a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> racist. dude i used to I work say she was racist look this nah, is how good chick-fil-a is i used to work there and still craved it every day that's how fucking good it is that's cool. Again, it could be delicious. I'm not taking a position on how the food tastes. You are. I'm not. <laughs> I don't like having you guys all team up. <laughs> they, I'm glad. Like I got you dude, on both sides. Listen, I got the fucking screen listen, hollering. Sometimes I'm like, doing, sometimes fuck I'm doing all show. you guys, bro. <laughs> I'm doing this fucking show, and I just feel like I'm like uh, off of my own little island over here because he's got so many fucking strong opinions on shit I dislike. And I'm I can like, get louder and fucking talk <laughs> yeah, over you and all exactly. that shit. <laughs> I'm like, this is the it. most dominant lesbian I've ever met in my life. <laughs> you dig? Uh, it's all good. All right, what else you watch, man? Anything else cool? 
Dude, let's, I got a couple more. Let's get through your movies. I watched Game Night. Okay. Oh, that How was pretty that? dope. Yeah. It was really good. Jason Bateman's the shit. It was yeah. really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it made me want to start having a game night with you guys. Ah, yeah. Ooh, we, should. we should do a game night. Bro, I got millions of games. Like we really should. Games? Bro, it looks yeah. like just I like it. Just the spirit of their game night made me want to have a game night. I like it. But like the game or the movie is good. It's entertaining. It's funny. It's kind of actiony. It's okay. a little bit of everything, but it's I mean, it's not like the greatest movie I ever saw, but it's a monster bash. Okay. It was good. It was good. I'll give it I a enjoyed shot. it. I was All glad right. I watched it. What else? Um, I watched a movie called, I think this is my last movie, and I saved it for last because it was my favorite of all the movies I watched. It wasn't The Last Jedi. It was not The Last <laughs> Jedi. I watched a movie called Hell House LLC. Oh, yeah. I, I, I went to maybe watch that last night. I was like going to fall asleep to it, so I didn't um, look too hard, but it's kind of like, it like a found footage film. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's, trailer it's basically these guys create a haunted house every year, and they like get this new location outside the city because they're from New York. They get this new location outside the city. Um, it's like this formerly haunted hotel or whatever, and they're gonna have their haunted house there. And so it's the whole movie is them like setting up the um horror house or the haunted house, and then at the end they open it up and everybody fucking dies in it. And um, first I'm gonna go out there and say like I really like found footage type foot footage type movies like this. Yeah, um, I'm really into them. I know a lot of people don't like them. Okay, um, not all of them are good. I really enjoyed this one. Okay. It's not the best one I ever saw. Like, I think, you know, obviously Blair Witch and um, I think The Visit. I think, uh, what's the other one I really like? Uh, Cloverfield? No. Uh, As Above, So Below. I think mm. those are the best ones I've seen. But this was right after those. I thought it was really good. Um, really well done. Really got some cool, like, it's got this whole vibe where, like, it's a haunted house. Everything's fake and it's not really that scary. Okay. Except for then there's, like, this real shit happening and the real shit is a lot scarier than the, fi- like, I like I like these kind of horror movies like this. Like I'm I'm glad you filter out all these shitty ones because I don't have time to sit and watch them. But um, <laughs> it, it's nice when you find one that isn't known that is actually really good. You yeah, know what you I mean? can. That's why you have to watch all the shitty ones. Okay. Um, no, we'll let but you like, do that. Like this movie does such a good job because it's a haunted house setting. Yeah, it does a good job of like instead of having a horror movie where all the creepy scares look like horror props. Yeah, this one has a very grass distinction between like horror props and the real horror okay so like it opens itself up to be a lot scarier um i really enjoyed it i really liked it all right I'll, I'll, i i would give I'll this like i know that the reviews are gonna bash this or whatever because yeah. it's found footage and it's a horror movie and all that but like i would give this probably an eight or nine out of ten i really like wow. I, really, I really liked it a lot nice. i really enjoyed it i'll make an effort to watch it yeah i'm gonna have to check that out i mean obviously if you haven't seen the visit as above so below and um, the Blair Witch. Those are the best found footage films ever. I also really like Paranormal Activity three. Yes. Okay. The third one is far and away my favorite. No, the first one, like, because that first one is the one where like I was young enough that I was questioning whether that was real footage, yeah. and like you see like people right. getting drugged down the hallway, and it's just like that real fear, like holy shit, this yeah. is happening. Now like, the third that, one goes into witches though. Oh yeah, that one. Is oh good. I know. I've That's seen them why all. It's my favorite. I've seen them all, but like the end where like they check out in the, the garage and, and there's the one. coven of witches and they start chasing them. Yeah, shit. Like, oh, that, that is creepy. fucking horrifying to me, yeah. bro. That is pretty dope. So well, I definitely like the third one the best. Look, Mikey said, uh, invite this guy every week, Kyle. Look at that. You got fan, Bobby. I got fans. <laughs> Go ahead and check out Bobby Cray. <laughs> Life's not comic. coming back. Lifeless comic. He's <laughs> not coming back. He might get kicked out of the rap group after today. <laughs> yeah, he said he loved Game Night too. So it was a good. It was a good movie. All right, but I up. really enjoyed Hell House. LLC and it was on Amazon Prime Video. Whoa, what the fuck is that? But it was good. Looking movie. I liked it. 
Um, I watched a movie. I watched um, Mil- Melissa McCarthy movie called Life of the Party. Me and Tara sat down and watched it. It was not that good. No. no. Not a monster bash at all. No. I like Melissa McCarthy, but that one was not that good. That makes Fair sense. Enough. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Other than that, I, uh, I didn't watch anything else other than Quiet Place. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I watched like a quiet place like first of all those movies like I was like, "Ooh, I want to watch this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was okay. It was good. The one thing I will say about something that we talked about the Incredibles movie. Mm-hmm. Uh we kind of talked about the cult following and I went to go see it. I took my daughter to go see it. Uh, me and my wife did and it was cool for me cuz in the beginning of the movie, it's been like what 12, 13 years since the last one came out. Came out 2004, so 14 years. 14 years. So they had this little like series in the beginning where it showed all the voice actors and everybody and they said, "You know, sorry that it took this long, but for a movie like this, we didn't just want to push something out. We took 14 years to perfect it and they like went through some of the stuff that they did to make it so that it wasn't just like something they were doing for profit that's they pretty really cool. like fine-tuned this movie over 14 years to connect with like the people that what really this? the incredibles too okay to really connect with the original audience and uh to build off of the first one and make it a really good movie i enjoyed it a lot okay um and i didn't i'm not even gonna say that i loved the first incredibles movie i watched it and you know what i mean i've watched it I a few times yeah. but i was thoroughly impressed with the new incredible really good. yeah it's like legitimately just undeniable good movie it's just a fun movie to watch yeah, well, I can yeah. promise you my kids were thoroughly sure. impressed. My kids were thoroughly impressed as well. My daughter's still talking about it. It's been like three weeks. Damn, that's what's up. Yeah, ends will not watch uh, kids' movies. So I didn't say I won't watch kids. Yeah, movies. you I fall asleep on everyone. No, I just said I'm not a, like <laughs> I've kind of outgrown that. Like, yeah, I know some people are able to keep it. I'm not able to. Like yeah. I wasn't able to keep it the no, same way. Like I also watch. I did watch. I watch movies point, with my kids and like thoroughly enjoy it, a lot of them. When you know? Toy Story three came out, I watched that one in full, Fuck and it. I really liked that. that I thought right. the I thought the like. My boss, Pink Bear, was badass. So, yeah. I really yeah, liked that character. I thought that was a good. I thought that was really good. When they I were did. heading to the trash fire and all of them just accepted death and yeah. like started holding each other's hands. I'm watching this with my kid. Like, oh my god, are they all about to die right I know. now? <laughs> that movie gets, it gets pretty dark. It there. does get real. I was like, oh. I shit. remember like Toy Story two. I thought that was so forgettable. Yeah, but like Toy, Toy, Toy Story three, I th- I almost. I liked it as much as the first one. I won't say more. I'd say I liked almost, it as much as the first one. I'll say it's almost as good as the first. I thought I it was really good. I agree. That's way better than the second one. That's for damn sure. Yeah. The second one, I don't even remember. I've seen it. I don't. <laughs> Chris said he, he thought we were talking about a movie called Gay Night. <laughs> he didn't. No, that's tonight for us <laughs> in real life. That's a whole movie we're making. <laughs> Sequel. Uh, shit. Well, All right. What else? Anything else you watch? That's, that's that it? it for movies for me. Yeah, no, I didn't watch shit else for movies. Um, I've got um, Sorry, video games after that. It's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, let's go into video games. I've been playing a lot of video games. Real quick. We can take a quick break. Yeah, I got to take a cigarette and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll keep hey. going. All right. Sounds good. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay bye, tuned. Bye. Bye. Hey, we back. Boom. Hey. Hey, okay. hey, hey, hey. So we were just chatting about some video games while we were kicking it. Yep. Um, stuff like that. Let's see. What you been playing, man? All right. So uh, last night I went and traded some games in because I didn't have any money. So I got some new games. Okay. I got two new games. First one I got is Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. I actually was, as I was just telling them, um, while we were um, on our break, I have a buddy that told me about Tom Clancy's, what is it, Ghost Recon, The Wildlands? Is yeah. that it? Um, he was telling me about that, and that sounded super fun. So I was going to get that. And it was, what's up, Brian? Smooth, it was that's Smoothie, what up? Smoothie. No, nah, um, I went to get that and I got the wrong Tom Clancy game. I got Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. Um, but I popped that in and I played a little bit of that. That shit looks awesome. Mm-hmm. 
I yeah. really, really enjoyed every bit of it that I played so far. I think um, Smoothie and um, uh, guys from the Unknown Podcast, I think they play that shit. Wow. They, they, they loved Rainbow Six Vegas. They played the shit I loved that. the first Vegas. I played that a lot when that was out. I think I may have briefly played two. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I haven't played any since. Um, I'm usually not into like the tactical Call of Duty style yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Um, but certain ones can pique my interest. Like SOCOM, you ever play that? Yes. Um, I played SOCOM briefly. <laughs> I never really lot. got into it. it I played cool. it a couple times. It was times. cool, but I just didn't play it a lot. But um, I used to play the original one for PlayStation 2 where you had like the, the headset that came specifically for it so yeah. you could talk to your team. <laughs> well, I will, say, changing. I will say with uh, Rainbow Six Siege, I'm surprised how much I like it given how much it feels like Call of Duty. Okay. Because okay. it does feel very Call of Duty-ish, but I like it way more than I like Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. So far, yeah. I've only played like two hours of it, but very much enjoyed that. Glad to hear you like it. Um, so I'll speak more to that when I've played more of that. Um, I also got another game last night. What? Let's hear it. I tried to get something, two games that were drastically different that could switch off. Okay. So I got God of War. Oh, how is it? I've only played the beginning. Yeah. Um, I've only played the beginning. Yeah. Um, neither of you have played it. No. Nope. Okay, so I was going to tell you how far I am, but if you haven't played it, you wouldn't really we don't know. know. Yeah. Um, I've only played like kind of the beginning, but so far it's definitely amazing. Um, I I didn't know it was going to be what it was, which had I known what it was, I probably would have played it sooner. Um, it's not just like a hack and slash got a war game like the old ones. It's like story driven. Well, it's very story driven, but the story in particular is something that really... Um, caters to like things that I like so it's this tale it starts off it's you and your kid and um, you're doing something and the tone is very ominous and serious you don't really know what's going on and then you realize that Kratos wife and the son's mother has died and so they like give her her like they put her on a fire that's like their burial for her and then he's going off and he's teaching him how to like hunt and things like that to survive in the world and it's this very deep father-son story. Okay. And since I've become a father, my interest towards that kind of stuff has gotten really, really strong. Okay. Like before, I probably wouldn't have cared about that stuff so much. But becoming a father, I'm really into like fatherhood tales. Sure. So this has really, really drawn me in on that level. I've really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, All right. I mean, it looks amazing. I'm sure I'd love it if I played yeah, it. I mean, it may be the best game I've ever seen graphically. Wow. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I want to play it, but I'm an Xbox guy, so yeah. it doesn't work for me. <laughs> prior, to, prior to God of War, I think the best graphic, the best game I played graphically was, I think, Uncharted 4. Okay. Like okay. that game, and that's a couple years old now. I haven't seen anything that's outdone that. Horizon was might have been close. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. But, like, I remember watching Uncharted 4 and just being like, I've never seen a game look this good. It's always nice when you get like actually impressed by the game you're playing. Like you're like, Damn. well, I mean, now like good graphics are so common that it's hard to stand apart yeah. in that aspect. Yep. Because back back in the day, used all, to be, those three th- games that I just said all stand apart in that aspect. Back in the day, it used to be this game gr- has amazing graphics. Yeah. You never hear that shit anymore because every game has fucking amazing yep. graphics. I mean, yep. some are better than others, yeah. but but when it's so good that you can comment it on well, I mean, it, it does, you know it's fucking good. It does help that I'm playing on a PS4 Pro. Yeah, and uh, I have a 4K TV. Absolutely. Because um, like when I played Uncharted, I didn't have either of those things. Okay. Um, so that might be what's helping it stand apart. But sure. Like, I was looking at this shit like just wow. Wow. I'm glad, man. I'm glad you got that shit and like it. What'd you trade in? I'm not going to tell you that. Why? 
because <laughs> I'm not going to get bashed for the games that I traded in because I traded in some good ones that I didn't want to trade in, but I needed something to play and I wasn't playing the other uh, ones. That's funny. But I traded in some good stuff. I, I love that you like won't tell. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, so funny. Right. All right, cool. But I mean, I've got, I got a shitload of trade credit for him too, to be nice. fair. Like I traded in six games, but I got $160 trade credit. Okay. Okay. What up, Christian? So, yeah. What's up, But I did get, I, I gave up like three or four games I didn't really want to give up. All right. Well, that's I know but I know I can you, always get them again. You're a trading fool, trading fool, man. I usually I don't are. trade. Yeah. I just don't have any money right now. Like I would have bought outright. Like that's okay. normally what I do and that's why my game collection is so massive because I usually don't trade, but I'm just in this position right now where I don't have a whole lot of extra cash, so it was like fuck yeah. it. What have you been playing, Bobby, besides PUBG? I uh just got uh Quake Champions. Oh, okay. That's great. Looks I was so going to download that. Is it still free so to play good. or is that over now? That might be over now. Okay. Um, sure. I mean, right. if you do get it though, it's $30 to be in the beta phase and then I think it's like $10 more when it fully comes out or something like okay. that. But I'll tell you that it's been a long time since I have played a first person shooter game that made me feel like I was playing Halo. Yeah. Like the original, like Halo's like up to Halo 3. I'm, you you know, never played the multiplayer on Doom? I played the multiplayer on Doom. That was, it, that was very, very Halo-ish. Yeah, that was very, very Unreal Tournament, Quake, Halo-ish. I'll agree with that. But I, I still, I didn't love it. I mean, it was good. I did. It wasn't on the same level. I got Quake Champions and got addicted. I, I, will, <laughs> I will give you the multiplayer on Doom didn't feel as polished as a single player. Mm-hmm. Like the single player definitely felt the single player. Fe- and it felt more Halo most. than the multiplayer too, but the multiplayer felt Halo to me, it, but it didn't feel as polished. And I agree. Doom, I just I loved agree. how you could find trap doors that take you into the old graphics, yeah. like the original Doom graphics. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I mean, Doom favorite. was just fire, bro. Yeah. I have, I have Doom, but I've never ran through it. You should play. I'll run through it. You it's guys, weird. when we have our first game night, you guys got to come to my house and we're going to, I'm going to let you guys play Doom BFR. Okay. Oh, Cause it yeah. is so <laughs> unbelievably fucking good. Go ahead with what you're saying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, you got to play that shit. Um, Doom Slayer is actually a character you can get in Quake, so you can be the, the Doom sense. character. Oh, it's ID Softworks, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but no, I'll tell you that the flow of the game is really good. It's really cool how they have different style of like solo matches. The team aspect of it's really fun. The the mechanics of it are really well worked out. Um, it's not you know a snap and shot easy. It doesn't have like the auto aim. You have to be good at a game to get it going. But yeah. a lot of fun. I was streaming it, getting a lot of feedback. It from, looks uh, great. My audience. So you're playing that on PC then, right? Yes. It's only yes. on PC. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm not playing it. Yeah. Yep. So do you when you play PUBG? Do you play on Xbox or PC typically? I typically play on PC. I got it on Xbox for streaming purposes. There are some people in gaming universe that only use consoles, so okay. I, I do that to be able to that's co-stream how we play with together. my people. Right. Ends is actually the reason I got it on Xbox because he. Hey, you're the reason I got it. On on Xbox, so you're like, you gotta get this. I was like, okay, I was thinking. I kept telling him to get the game, and he was like, nah, nah, nah. And then he got it. He was like, hey, I got it. And so I went upstairs and bought it. And like, all right, let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no, I prefer PC. Okay. It's better PC. on PC. I played it at PC. I'm not good house. at the. It's better. I'm not good at PC like controls. Like I, I haven't played enough games to get good at it. But I've actually oh, uh, before PUBG, I never played a PC game in my life. Really? Not once ever. Oh um, wow. Okay. I had a PC that wasn't a gaming PC. My buddy that plays it came and bought it for me and downloaded it. I played it for like two days and then went and spent eight hundred dollars building a gaming PC <laughs> so because for, I became addicted. That, that's pretty. That's pretty unique for you to be like as good as you are and not having like grown up playing Counter Strike and shit like that. You know, was, that's pretty impressive. Said, yeah. I was, I was going to bring this up, but I forgot to mention it when we were talking about Rainbow Six Siege, but Rainbow Six Siege feels like New Age Counter-Strike. Okay. Nice. Like, it feels like Call of Duty. It doesn't really play like Counter-Strike, but the concept is so much like Counter-Strike. It's like, rescue the hostage and defend the hostage. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it's it's the same kind of thing where, like, you have matches 
Okay, you go kill the, all them before they kill all you, or you can do the bomb defusal, or you can do the hostage rescue. It's very much like Counter Strike in that aspect. I think that the might game also, types. yeah, and I think that is a big reason why I like it so much too, more than okay. like Call of Duty or something. Feels familiar. The weight. Well, I mean, it's not just familiar. It's that like if it was like Call, if it played like Call of Duty, I would probably be less interested in it. Yeah, it's so. the style of how it's done that makes it more interesting to me. Sounds we can good. go back to what you were saying. So, I'm sorry, you just touched right. on that. He's talking about Quake, though. Um, you uh, anything else to say about that? Are you going? What else you've been playing? I mean, Quake's just a, a good game. Go get it if you haven't got it yet. Um, okay. Steam Marketplace, it might still be free. It looks really um, I'm good. I'm not sure, but it's definitely worth the thirty bucks you're going to pay to really play it. Fun. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I also went into the archives and got an old Xbox 360 game that I used to uh, that I used to you know camp out on for a long time. I've been playing Skate Three for the past two <laughs> weeks. All right. I did not like the skate games at all. I never even played one. Did not you for skate? One minute. No. Then that's why you don't appreciate. <laughs> it. But I mean, I mean that that may be fair. Um, but the to I, but what about Tony Hawk? Like I like Tony Hawk, but I don't skate. I played the Tony Hawk games. They were easier for people who don't skate to play. Tony Hawk the was super you press fun. Press X and over to yeah. do a kickflip. Where like this game, you have to kind of move your stick in the mechanics of the way that you would kick and flip the skateboard. Okay. Which for a real skater is awesome to be able to control it like that because you're body kind of naturally understands those movements and so as i don't like games like that to begin with i don't like games where like like fighting games where you have to do that like i remember fight night you used to have to be able to play with sticks that. and shit <laughs> i prefer I was the buttons also, i prefer the buttons but again i was hockey, also a fighter so to being play, able to like use the but i played hockey cuts, it's it's i played hockey movement. so i understand the natural movement of how to play hockey but like playing nhl with the shoot stick like it just i just didn't like it Copy. Well, I mean, that might not translate the same as, you know, it might not translate the same. I You have to aim specifically with that. Where like with the skateboarding, you just flip your thing to do I a got trick. You, yeah. and, you know what I mean? With taking a shot, it's going to be a lot harder to, to get that perfect right. aim with a joystick. Yeah. But I mean, isn't like, and I think this is probably a big drastic difference between skate and Tony Hawk. Um, and maybe it's just why I like Tony Hawk more than I like skate and why people that like skate like skate more than Tony Hawk. But um Tony Hawk is like so over the top, extreme, like yes. nonsensical, <laughs> fake, yeah. five hundred thousand. Like but that's yes. part of what's fun about it. Like, yeah, it's no. just it's like completely fictitious. Part of the things, or one of the things I like about Skate Three is they have a thing called Hall of Meat, and you have to bail significantly better than you would normally bail, and like break a certain amount of bones. It like shows your skeleton like cracking in the places <laughs> that you break it, and you have to like do like an extensive bail and fuck yourself up real bad and get like high points. I mean, that's a really fun aspect. <laughs> kind of like in uh, Saints Row when you're like doing the yeah. uh, what is it insurance fraud where you yep. got to like get hit by the car and bounce around and shit. <laughs> yep, and it's just like you, you do that. You bounce around. You can like flop like a fish to make yep. yourself roll down the stairs. Yep more and yeah like goat simulator yes i love goat simulator <laughs> me and my daughter play first that person all i've the ever time. heard say that in life <laughs> i love goat simulator my five-year-old you know plays it she loves it yeah you know what i love about goat simulator is uh payday, payday 2 yeah. had a crossover where they had all these goat simulator theme maps and they are some of the most fun missions that game has ever offered really like and they made it all work with the payday lore so there's all this stuff where like <laughs> instead of grabbing bags of like cash or cocaine or something you're getting you're grabbing goats and you're carrying goats around on your back and you're throwing goats and shit but like they're That's so ridiculous but but, but the, the idea here is like they're trying to smuggle diamonds or whatever yeah. so they stitch them inside the goats like they do in like like foreign countries and they do that shit to like yep, hide them it's do. just funny for and such so a like, serious like, game like diamonds payday. inside the goats and you're like stealing the go but payday is kind of not that serious either yeah payday is kind of like Goofy, yeah, goofy. I feel so like it works. It must have started kind of like how Saints Row One did, where it's kind of like a GTA clone, and then just got progressively more ridiculous. It definitely did. Yeah. Like if you, like if Far you Cry played, did that too. Payday Two when it first came out, it was like more serious, and as it went on, they started yeah. getting ridiculous heists. They started doing ridiculous themed events. Like there's a Halloween uh, 
map that they put out where like you're in this prison and there's like giants and like crazy <laughs> stuff happening and then like they started doing all these like hokey masks where you can be like a chicken okay and stuff like that like it's yeah so it got that way sounds right. fortnite yeah right you like it's for, not you it's like not fortnite really at all fortnite-y. no <laughs> it's uh, a hard fortnite. no i can't say no i've never played it uh, okay. speaking of fortnite um i bought fortnite at launch yeah the hard copy for PS4? Um, yeah, for PS4. It. Did you sell it? Um, I was trying to sell it. Everybody was trying to give me all this shit for it. Um, the reason I was trying to sell it, I just had it sitting on my shelf not playing it. Um, but I found out that they were selling for like 130 bucks on like eBay and shit. Yeah. So I was like, ah, shit, I'll just try to sell it for like 100 bucks. Like I'm not, I'm not super worried about it, but if it's worth that much, I don't even care about this game. Right. I don't like right. it. The reason it's worth so much is because it's a collector's item. Okay. Not be, I mean, the game's free. You can right. buy the... You can buy the... Uh, they stopped production PVE. The hard copies, didn't they? They did. That's why it's so rare. And then you can buy the PVE for like 40 bucks digitally or right. whatever. Um, so I had this hard copy that I didn't want in mint condition or whatever. So I just put it up everywhere for like 100 bucks. Craigslist, no, no Facebook. No bites, though? Um, I had a bunch of people try to like haggle with me. They want to trade you Jordans like, and shit? No, no, no. They, they all wanted to haggle with me. They'd be like, yo, I'll give you 75 for it. That's why you always and so I was like, no, $25. Like, I was just like, I was, you down to your price. I was just like, check us out. Like, It's selling for between $130 and $160 on the regular. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do that. $100 is fair. Like, I'm not stressed about getting rid of this. I feel it. Um, I mean, the longer you hold on to it, the more rare it's going to get. So I did that for a while, and then... Um, this lady hit me up and she was trying to buy it for her 13 year old son and he had saved his allowance she was willing to pay a hundred but it was her 13 year old son had been saving his allowance and everything and so i explained to her like yo he can get this game way cheaper yeah like i'm not trying to scam you i don't want you to spend a hundred dollars on this right you can get the same thing and he's probably not going to care and she hit me back with this long message like i really appreciate that but he is a collector even though he's only 13 and he does really want the hard copy and so she went through this whole thing with me and so i was like fuck it you can have for 80. that's that's what's up so she came and got it and they were really happy and everything that's awesome um yeah that's what's up man she was willing to pay the hundred but i would have rather help like a 13 year old kid be happy than over 20 bucks like she put that shit on ebay the next day bro (laughs) (laughs) nah the kid was happy um but like i felt I felt good about that. Okay. So I did get rid of it. I sold it for 80, which people had offered me before and I told them no, but I was able to do it because he was like a kid and I wanted to be nice. Okay. Um, Let me tell you about what I've been playing. Uh, I've been getting into some more Hollow Knight. Okay. That game is hard as fuck. All right. First of all, let me just say that. It's very challenging. But I'm every day I'm getting a little bit further, a little tiny bit further. I plan on sticking through it because it is pretty tight. It's just mind-bendingly frustrating. Have you played Celeste? Yep. No. I, hear, I haven't either, but I just keep hearing that it's the best platformer ever. Yeah. So I'm just curious because you're playing Hollow Knight. A lot of people that. were comparing the two like when I was reading Reddit threads and shit. Not because they're like super similar, but I think just because they're both highly praised indie games, platformers, you know, but mm-hmm. Hollow Knight's really fun. Um, but I don't have much else to say about that. It's just, it's hard as fuck and I'm going to keep keep at it i was on this one boss fight for like two days straight i could wow. not beat it well wow. um and it's not it's not like it's hard mechanics it's just a matter of getting her pattern down and getting and out of the way you know it right yeah yep that's all it was but well if it makes you feel any better i was playing caveman ninja yeah which i really love that's just so fun bro but um i'm playing caveman ninja and it's got this function set up so that like when you die because it's like an arcade game yeah when you die you can add as many coins and keep playing as okay. much as you want um so I'm playing Caveman Ninja and I'm on like the third level. It took me forever to get to the third level. Okay. 
but I died and I didn't have any lives and I actually didn't realize and fucking lost it. Uh, so I had to start over and that was really upsetting. That's some bullshit. There's no like just save function on it. That's some bullshit. Yeah, that's it made the me worst. sad. I was <laughs> editing a video the other. You were at my house. I was editing yeah. a video the other day. You lost like all that two hours worth of editing into it, <sighs> and bounced something out to check it out and saw something that was wrong, and then went back to it and realized that I lost all the editing I had done. And I was like, sucks, nah, I'm man. not doing that again. I'm just putting it out with the with the air. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I Fuck feel it. it. Nah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Right. Um. Yeah. I but I bought Hollow Knight during the Steam sale. I also bought a game called Firewatch. I don't know if you guys know anything about that. I've no. heard about it. We've um, talked about it briefly. It's. I beat it. Let's. Uh, Put it like that. It's, it, was it as good as everybody says? No. Let me talk. It did not look Here, I'll, as good as everybody I'll, I'll, said. Let me talk shit about this real quick. Yeah, I am not look as good as everybody said. But I am going to talk shit about it. Wonderful things about it. So I'm curious to, what you got. I'll put it on the on the table here, but I, I just want to shit talk it here for a minute. All right, let's talk some shit. It's a walking Boulder. It's a walking simulator. Boulder is the shit. Yeah. Okay. I've been to Boulder. Are you awesome. like a firefighter? N kind of. You're like this. You're just a dude who. Oh, what the fuck? He sees Julia. He does see Julia. You're just this dude that's in this like watchtower that's essentially keeping an eye on the forest for forest fires. You got you get hired by this girl who you it's your Julia. The, it's the only nope not Julia. pine cones no. instead of grenades. It's the only other person in the game that you communicate <laughs> with. It's, it's this person named Delilah who's in the other watchtower. You never see her. Okay, hey there, Delilah. Um, but there's no there's no combat in the game. There's very there's no puzzles. It's literally just walk from here to here. Check this out. Talk. Walk from here to here. Check this out. Talk. Walk from here to here. Check this out. Talk. So it's checkpoint ob objectives, pretty much. Essentially, yes. It's 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 fetch quests over and over for a couple hours. You could legitimately run through this game in probably two hours. Um, I probably spent four on it just because I was like genuinely reading and trying to get into the story and shit. Yeah. But this game is so highly praised. They're like, for five bucks, you gotta pick it up. Five bucks. I was like, fuck it. I'll pick it up for five bucks. Right. Have you ever played um, another similar game? It's called Gone Home. No. Have you ever heard of that? I did try to play Gone Home. That's the one where you're in the town and you're like walking around reading stuff. You're not in a town. Then Gone Home. Maybe that's going to Rapture. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not Pull sure. up Gone Home. Let's see it. Gone Home, you're in a house the entire game. Okay. No, it's similar. I have to not this, played though. that one. I'm but thinking of a different game. Let me just shit talk this one some more first. Okay. Go ahead. But um, Firewatch, uh, it has a nice story. It has like cool like voice acting and it is neat. Like you get, you could pick what you say to the chick every time she talks to you and shit. And you could pick stuff up for literally no reason. There's no reason to pick up bleach. N not a single reason. <laughs> But you can pick it up if you want, and whatever, whatever reason. But Let's interact with nothing. It has like a, this interesting story. You're just talking with the girl on the other end, and like they think there's some conspiracy where people are listening to them and shit. So it seems like it's going somewhere, yeah. and then it just fucking fizzles out, and there's nothing fun that happens. <laughs> I'm gonna spoil it right now for everyone. Spoil that fuck. shit right now. It's the most anticlimactic video game I've ever played Climatic. in my life. Yeah, it, climactic. Climactic. Is that how you say? Anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. It's very anticlimactic. All right, you, <laughs> you still sound like you're like saying it. Life. It's so anticlimactic. Uh. <laughs> um, but anyways, the point is, you 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 toward the end of the game, like a fire's kind of burning down. You got to get from your tower to hers. There's no time limit. You just have to get there, and you think you're gonna meet her finally because like you kind of start getting this budding like relationship with her almost like think you're about to hit that. Yeah, depending on what you're saying to her, and then she kind of leaves you in the dust. Is like peace, bro. You're on your own. And that's literally the end of the game. And you never meet her. So if you plan on playing Firewatch, by all means, play it. Because if that didn't sound interesting to you, you're not going to like the game anyways. Because it's it's <laughs> it's a, it's a it has a beautiful scenery and shit. But it's very... You're on a rail. I mean, there's like paths you go down and shit. You know, really know, that shit, that you know what right game now. is kind of similar to this that it looks like a really good game that I want to get into is The Forest. 
I've heard the of it. Sounds cool. Let me let me pull you, that. Uh, up. It's a survival game, right? Yeah, it's a survival game. You start. I think it's like shipwreck that you start off, and you have to make a raft out of like the pieces of the shipwreck, and then you come upon this island, and it's like this forest, but it's inhabited with cannibals. You have to kind of go around and scavenge equipment and like build your survival techniques and your shelter and stuff. But like, there's cannibals, and you can avoid the the contact with them, or you can make contact with them. But okay, it uh, seems I, like I read a something real that said that like game. the cannibals are not naturally aggressive. Yeah, rabbit They'll, trap. Like you can set snares and stuff to catch your your food. Like it's a that great seems pretty dope. I read a thing that, that looks said, like a good game. I read Firewatch thing, is not. No, I read yeah. a thing that said that the cannibals basically like will watch you. Yeah, they like they, they'll sit outside your village and you. watch you and stuff. But if you don't like pick fights with them, they'll leave you alone. If you're in your village, if you're out in the forest, like scavenging and they run up, like they're running past because you'll just like be scavenging. You'll see like cannibals in the thing running past and you have to like hide in a bush from them or they'll run up on you. Yeah, like, it, it gets intense. That looks pretty thing, dope. Um, that looks like a real game though. Like Firewatch yeah. isn't even a game. It's essentially a story and that you get to play along to. You can like harvest the good. plants yeah. and stuff. I mean, it's well, I, I have a buddy that I work with. He was just telling me he plays Ark a lot. Um, I've heard that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have good things. I have not played it, but he it. he showed me a little bit of it. Um, but he made it sound really cool. Basically, it's adult Minecraft with dinosaurs. Yeah, but it sounded really cool from what he was telling me. I, I was I'm, thinking about that. I'm honestly tired of crafting and shit. I'm, yeah. I'm over crafting it. is kind of um, frustrating for me in every game. I like how Last of Us does it. It's pretty basic. Like that's like something simple crafting. like that doesn't bother me. Yeah. But I, I never got into like any serious crafting games at all. But I don't even get into like, I like crafting the, in the games that I do play, like Fallout. Yeah. I'll craft a couple things, but like I'm not gonna sit at this yeah. bench and go like yep. scavenge no, all this equipment you. to yeah. build something that's half ass. Yep. Even like Breath of the Wild, like yeah. I'll, I'll find out what I need to craft. I think the that's crafting, the best item, and I feel like crafting, crafting in Breath of the Wild made Breath of the Wild worse. Um, yeah. Like that game would have been better minus that. Um, I do like building games that like where you can create whatever you want sure mm-hmm. but i like them to be streamlined and simple enough that they're not like a massive headache yeah i feel that like i really like building in fallout but i sometimes feel like that's even too frustrating okay um i've never i i don't i don't i'm not familiar enough with fallout, like the so. cool thing about like minecraft was like it's just blocks you yeah. can just build whatever you want like it's lego it's just, fun. It's just fun you know what i'm saying like but from what i could tell arc looked fun yeah it, yeah, it, it does. Look, it does look pretty cool. It looked fun, but um, I haven't played it. This I is love go- escape this is go- room games, and this is kind of what this reminds me. Yeah, of. <laughs> yeah. This, gone home. This is essentially all you do in Gone Home. You walk around this house by yourself. Not a single other person's in the game. You just walk around finding like journals and like you piece together the story of the game as you go mm-hmm. and unlock rooms and shit. But escape room. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I like escape room games too. Like on my phone and shit. Yeah, exactly. And, um, the original escape room. Uh, I mean, I feel like these the Crimson games, Room. I think yes. you play that. Yes. I, feel like, yeah. I feel like these games awesome. don't almost get a fair shake when you describe them like that yeah because they're kind of like puzzle games this yeah. isn't this one is not a puzzle game at all you literally just uh, go walk around and like open shit like i love how they doing. incorporated stuff like this into the newest resident evil game like having to piece puzzles together to get into certain rooms and that that's how just, the original resident evil games were i mean yeah they just straight away to from find, but it was more like you had to find a gem to put in an eye and a you know I mean, I, it was no there were some legitimate puzzles in there there were some good puzzles yeah like resident evil 7 was a lot like the original Resident Evil games. In it was, sense. but I think Seven had more of like an escape room feel to it than the old ones did. The old ones were more puzzles, but the the Resident Evil game. I, and I haven't played much of it. I played what I played at your house, but that piece of it uh, made it feel really escape roomy, mm. which intrigued me. Yeah, well, I I kind of see what you're saying. I kind of see what you're saying. <laughs> we can talk about like finding the switch and the fireplace and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Little stuff like that. I yeah. get what you're saying. You gotta yeah. like. It's not like a, an obvious thing. Like you would have to like. Have you seen Resident Evil Two? Have I seen Resident Evil 2? The one they're remaking? 
Oh yeah, I've seen yeah, I've seen the trailer. Oh, for it. it looks so fire. fire. It looks so fucking good. <laughs> it looks so fucking good. When that game if that game was a woman, awesome. if that game was a woman, it would have big ass titties. Big old tickle bitties. Big old titties. Oh fuck it. I'll fuck the shit out of that woman. I'm saying I'll wife her right now. Right now. I would do it. Um, well, for what it's worth, if I could get my money back for Firewatch, I would. Let's just yeah. put it like that. I'll yeah. finish it like no, that. No, I get it. I get it. It's not I don't recommend it at all. If you it's it's not <laughs> worth five it's worth one dollar. Yeah. I can't imagine people on the Monster Bash scale. It's way closer to Resident Evil Six. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I think somebody had to pay me to play that. Yeah. Don't play it. It's not worth it. I mean, the thing is, is like aside from like the buying cost, like more importantly than that, I just wouldn't want to sit there and do that. Like, I just wouldn't want to spend my time that way. I would be happy if it was a decent story, but the story's not even good. It, yeah. There's no payoff. It's it's just terrible. Yeah, hard pass. Gone, gone home is the same, but I got that in a bundle, so I'm not going to bitch about that. That was fun fair to enough. just relax and play a game, yeah, I fair guess. Enough. But anyways, um, other than that, oh, I started playing, um, well, I realized I had played it once before. I forgot. Um, Portal. I was Great playing, fucking game. I was playing Portal yesterday. I fired it back up. I, re, I was on like level 11. I was like, okay. So I started yeah, bro, from there. It's not that long. You can beat it in like an afternoon. I, I went through like 10 levels on it. Yeah, um, finish it. I finally got my orange Portal gun too. I was only on blue for a right, while, right. but I finally got my orange one. Nice. I've been having fun with it. Have yeah. you beat that game? No, I have not. I've never played it. Oh, you should play that. It's fun. Yeah. It is fucking phenomenal. It's two. It's a dollar fifty. I think it on is, Steam right now. It okay. is one of yeah. the most memorable video <laughs> game experiences Steam I had credits. in my life. Okay, I got Steam credits to get that. Let's it's go. It's not yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah. I'll get, get that it, tonight. bro. It's fucking great. And and Portal Two is fucking great. And it's longer and it's co op and like it's fucking great. Like they're both just phenomenal games. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it hopefully by the next week. We'll see. But yeah, that's the only games I've been playing. Those I three. mean, Portal is like a real good one if you've never played it before. Like that's like a good little gem to find and just spend an afternoon like because it'll draw you in immediately you'll have a lot of fun playing it and it's not super long so it's not like this crazy time investment like it's something any casual gamer could just hop right into and love did you ever play the did you ever play i mean i know there's a lot of portal ripoff games which this is one of them that i'm about to mention it's called the touring test no you've talked about that before i do have chroma gun on the switch Okay, yeah, look, you've shown me that. That looks pretty similar. Yeah, Turing yeah, it's test is definitely a Portal ripoff. It's not as good as Portal, but it's fun. It's yeah. okay. It's like, like I like it. I'm not mad about buying it, but yeah. I don't. You've talked about the Turing test. I don't know. I like those games that. though, like where it's just like uh, this room's a puzzle. Solve it to get to the next room. That's a puzzle and solve it. I like those games. And Portal is the, yeah. obviously the epitome. Of I those mean, games. the one way that Portal kind of sets itself apart from the pack is the story is wonderful. The characters like the dialogue from like Gladys and all that yeah phenomenal like Gladys is one of the most memorable characters I've ever had in a video game I mean she um, she keeps talking shit to me like every time I beat a level and stuff but yeah I don't know the story no you're gonna all. see where it goes but okay. like it has these moments of like sheer astonishment like that's just such an amazing impressive game okay everything about it's good there's nothing I don't like about it you have intrigued nothing. me it's phenomenal. <laughs> oh, I was going to mention one other bullshit thing about uh, Firewatch first. Uh, I, re- I f- Valve bought the company that made Firewatch, by the way, which I have no fucking idea why because I don't know the what they're been very successful. I don't know what I don't know why and I don't know what they're getting at, but I just w- wanted to throw that out there. I just read that earlier and I was, I was literally trying to like look it up like did I miss something on this fucking game? Nope. Other people felt the same way I did. Well, congratulations to Firewatch for building a shitty game and getting picked up by oh, Valve, yeah. I mean, right? What I mean, that's what rappers do, right? They make exactly shitty albums and get say. picked up by Sounds record like labels. Most mainstream rap right now, <laughs> like, oh, that sucks. Let me pay you a lot of money for it. Yeah, this guy is terrible, so we'll sign him. 
<laughs> Throw some auto tune on him and sign him. Ends is over here. He raps really well. <laughs> fuck that guy. But fuck him. <laughs> That's how that goes. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for video games, honestly. Well, we've got one big video game discussion coming up here. Okay, what? Wait, before we go there, maybe we should we should do some other things first. Um, you want to do our top five? Oh, yeah. Let me, I got to number mine real quick. Okay. In the meantime, why don't we talk about Bobby's album? Yeah, go talk about that while I number these. Tell us, you got out, you're working I know, on an album? I know lots yes. about this album, but I can just like ask you arbitrary questions so that you can answer them. If, if that's what you want to <laughs> do, absolutely. Yeah, I've been working on this what? album for a little while. What's the name of the album? Uh, that Shit Cray. Okay, and uh, good name. Thank you, thank um, you. You know, Bobby Cray. It, it only it only fits. Yeah, and I like album's it. Fucking Cray. Who's <laughs> featured on the album? Uh, we got a lot of good artists featured on the album. We got uh, obviously ends. I got Monk. He from, raps better than you, so you that, got somebody better. Than you never that, album. never that. But uh, you know, I had to let somebody think they were going to outshine me on my album <laughs> so that I could you know put them to rest. <laughs> but no, I got uh, ends. You got Monk's box. Uh, David Seagal from Loud Life is featured on my new single that just dropped. Uh, Roll on. Um, we got Joseph Bills. We got uh, W. We got J. I mean, a lot of a lot of cool, good local artists that I that I've grown up loving, and then a lot of guys that are really uh, you know puncturing their way into the industry right now. I don't like none of those guys. Shit. Nah, I'm just kidding. All those guys are cool. I fuck with all you. Hey. Anyway, so tell me more about the album. So I mean, it's been a it's been a process. Uh, you know, it's what's it about? It's about love and connection with the community. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's about me uh, it's it's cool. a true presentation of my heart and my soul um the album goes in a lot of different directions there are some songs that are heartfelt there are some songs that are bangers there are some storytelling songs um you know there's a lot of different pieces of me that i put together in this album and it's going to be a compilation of some of the best work i've ever put together the mixing and mastering super crispy on it um it's it's a project i'm really proud to put out and is this your first solo album no i uh put an album out four or five years ago that was a good compilation of work, but the overall production quality um, lacked. So it's not something that I'm necessarily proud to share. Sure. So this is going to be my first body of work that I'm real proud to put out and give to people, put in the hands of, of the people. And I'll tell you, I'm getting a lot of good response from the people that are hearing what what is on this album. So I'm anticipating good things. Fuck yeah, man. When are you releasing it? Uh, early September early September and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have an East Coast uh, album release party then we're going to fly out to Arizona um, I'm headlining the Screwed and Tattooed Festival out that's there that's when I want to drop mine oh is it well, that's that, when I wanted to drop mine that's tough because I already took that spot man I mean, you could open <laughs> for me out. if you want I'm about to kick you out the group <laughs> you take you off me. the bill yeah I'll let you open up for me you know you can, you can warm them up that's hella fucked uh, up <laughs> but, uh, but no I'm, I'm headlining one of the days of Screwed and Tattooed um, Retro Legends is headlining the other day uh, we're going to be doing the album release party out there for the West Coast album release it's, it's going to be lit uh, I know that Codeine and FTE are going to be traveling out to perform at the Screwed and Tattooed so we're going to be bringing some Ohio how are you all in tune with the Screwed and Tattooed thing because I'm not uh, because I stay in touch with the the people <laughs> that I need to, to stay me in about touch with. None of this. Yeah, no, I, I mean, didn't even get invited. You didn't even see. This is what happens. Is like I'm like, bro, move over. Then it's more room for the big guy. No, it's just, no, but uh, no. I'll tell you the cool thing is, is without you, bro, none of this would be possible. You know, I've been rapping for a very long time, and I've I've been doing music like in a very long too. time. Oh, scratch it again. <laughs> um, but I've been doing music for a very long time, and it gets it gets real tedious when you, it's the beating your head against the wall to come up with with fire ass work, and then don't really have 
have a platform to to share it on. So being able to to join up with the Mafiotic Misfits has really lit a fire into my ass and has uh, made it so that the the work that I'm putting out is crispier. The amount of investment that I'm putting into the project is higher, and uh, you know the amount of effort that I'm putting into getting it into the hands of the people is higher. Um, again, going back on tour at the end of the month, we're gonna have a six stop tour, um, the Tattoo Tarzan tour. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit. We're gonna be hitting Missouri, Alabama, um, Virginia. Uh, there's gonna be a ton of stops. I couldn't name them all off the top of my head, but it's gonna be fun. That's there what's up, you man. have it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Cray. Cray. You he's know, my protege. The, the protege. He's, he's my little underling. He handles my light work. <laughs> Damn, we'll why did I say all that? that? That's like, right. Fuck him. That's some disrespectful shit. That's just what him. happens that's when you why. see real shit and you're like, oh, sh- that's mine. I own this. So <laughs> with- my little guy right there. Yeah, the, the little guy. The little guy. <laughs> Next that's rapper exactly. that disses me, I'm like, Bobby, handle my light work. Get him. I'm not even going to lift a fucking... <laughs> finger to grab a pen and write a bar for him bobby's just gonna take it boom that's what's up yeah no yeah. but it's been a it's been a fun process i just got back from tour uh, i'll tell you that arizona is always the craziest stop um the the scene out there is just nuts but yeah, he's told me like it's like it ain't shit like columbus scene ain't shit compared to that yeah and don't get me wrong columbus scene's on its way up that was one of the coolest things about going out to arizona with artists from the the local ohio scene is uh they get to see what's going on out there and they get to get a vision of what it could be out yeah. here if artists just said fuck all the ego and work together and yeah. stop trying to best everybody and become connected with the scene. Right. So, I mean, it's really cool. There was a good show out there. It was uh, a lot of people showing a lot of love and, uh, you know, can't wait to get back out there for Screwed and Tattoo. Fuck yeah. There you have Shout it. Shout out to Chris Monks. There you have it. Fuck that guy. Fuck Chris Monks. <laughs> Fuck Chris Monks. You're Why making you? us proud, bro. Mafiotic. Mafiotic. You did. Hey. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Let's all get right. let's get in our top so five. We got that. All right. Did, let's do our top even, five. Are you, are you even privy to what our top five is this week? He's not. Not this know, week. No, I, I mean, all right. You. So we'll, we'll what we'll do. Yeah. Is we're gonna tell you what the top five subject is, and if you want to go ahead and put yours together while we just start discussing it, then you can hop Fuck in. That. Or even if you just want to no, interject and talk shit on our choices. No, don't do that. What is the what is the list? What's the subject? This week this we week. are doing top five sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> Roseanne, I'm sorry you got cut recently. <laughs> I'm not. Man, uh, speaking of Roseanne, she's not on my top five, but I give an honorable mention to Roseanne because that is one of the best sitcoms of all time, if yeah. you ask me. It really is. Okay. Frasier. So you want to start with your five or you want me to start with my five? Go ahead and uh, start with your number five. All right. My number five sitcom of all time is Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right. I hear that's awesome. It's basically just like Seinfeld. Except for it's on HBO, so it's not censored and yeah. real crazy. And Larry David's hilarious, and it's awesome. I, I I think I've watched one episode or maybe two, and I liked it, but um, I never kept up with it. I hear it's really great. It's phenomenal. Maybe that'll be a show that I start putting on at bedtime and just fall asleep. It's really, too. really fucking funny. Okay, really good. I dig it. I like that. Um, I don't have much to say about it. Um, I've heard it's amazing. Um, my what number, got? my number five is one that's probably not on anyone's top five. Um, the rest of my list is pretty generic, but number five, I, I had to stick this in there, man. There's a show called Yes, Dear. It's a uh, never even heard of it. <laughs> it's a sitcom. I used to watch it like 2 p.m. It needs to be about 20% cooler. <laughs> uh, I, it came on like I, I caught it in reruns, like when it came out at 2 p.m. on like UPN or some shit. Uh, it stars Mike O'Malley. Who used to be on like Global Guts? Remember him? Mark yep. O'Malley? No, his name's Mike O'Malley. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Wahlberg. No, I'm thinking of the dude from Double Dare, Mark 
Mark Summers. Mark Summers. And then no. Mike O'Malley was the guy that would interview the 12-year-old kids that were running Global Guts yeah. like they were real athletes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I know who you're talking but about. But he's in the show. I think he created it. He helped create it, too. But he's super funny in it. Round it's of applause a, for Mike O'Malley. Yes. Yes, Dear is just a show that has this like pretty nerdy guy and his wife. And Mike O'Malley's kind of like a shit bag. And his wife like move in with him. So he's playing himself. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about him. He could be a great guy. I'm just playing. Him and his like him and his like white trash wife like move in with like it's it's an odd couple kind of vibe, but it's super funny. I highly recommend watching it if you can catch it anywhere. I don't know if it airs on anything. I just but. want you to know you are the only person in the history of time to put a Mike O'Malley show on the greatest anything <laughs> list ever. I know, man. Outside of the greatest like episodes of guts he's never been involved in the greatest five anythings ever listen i he he, he deserves props because that show i don't think got got a lot of love but it's it's it really made me laugh a lot it's very funny all right what's your number um four my number four is i gotta pull my list back up workaholics oh okay i had that as an honorable mention on mine i fucking love that show hell yeah i love that show and blake's my favorite character i like them all fuck it. blake's my favorite i just bought a blake funko pot the other day Bla- they they have that? Yes. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Can I see it? Yeah, I'll go bring, get I'll, it. What was he the can go movie that they just made recently? It was called uh, Game Game Over. Game Over. Yeah, I watched it that on was uh, such Netflix. A good it, movie. Bro, it's so funny how that's not related to Workaholics, but it's exactly the Workaholics movie. Oh yeah, that's what absolutely. It is. That movie was amazing. Nintendo. Nintendo. Yes, there it is. See, I haven't seen. Ooh. This is my guy, bro. I fucking love this guy. We went to Toys R Us because everything was like 75% off, and that I got that for like badass. three bucks. That's badass yeah. for three bucks. Rest dude. in peace, Toys R Us. Yeah, I know. What a shame. But yeah, I look, mean, they made an Anders and Adam one, too. Let me see that, too. I will say that, you know, Toys R Us is really no different than like fucking. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Toys R Us is nothing different than like Blockbuster, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a relic from the past. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I mean, it, we have, we have memories there, but um, I, I'm not too salty about it. Jeff Bezos <laughs> killing local businesses. Fucking Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I don't know who Jeff Bezos is. Amazon guy. But Amazon's such a great company. It is. I really hate like corporations in general, but Amazon actually a good company. But so you, I, I'm not in favor of corporations putting other people out of business. Random quick uh, subject here. Yeah. Um, Jeff Bezos, you know how he was talking about he has so much money that he's going to go into space exploration. Um, what I heard recently is that he's not just trying to go into space exploration to like put people in hotels, but he's trying to take the industry that's on Earth and move it to outside of our atmosphere so that the emissions don't kill our atmosphere and it allows the room for the plant life to grow back where the industry is right now in America or in the world um, to try to like give us a little longer before the ozone layer goes away and we get burnt up by the sun. I think if he can do that, that is one really wonderful confer- uh, contribution to society that a corporation could could give, and that's I mean, really fucking cool. Yeah, that's what I, I think. Like everybody, for hates as evil as corporations are, too, that yeah. would be badass. And but I think I heard that would that, be awesome. And I'm like, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. I mean, if he can do it, I I think that's great. So shout out Jeff Bezos. Yeah, <laughs> Bezos. He's now my new best friend. If it ain't him, Elon will do something. All right. Um. <laughs> Elon does some wild shit, but like, I just saw this bit. I think it was on the Daily Show where they're like, Elon Musk just got his hyper train working in Chicago or whatever, and it moves people to the airport like 16 people at a time. And I'm just like, that's not really that. 
like game changing. That's not, but it's a step in the right direction. Did you know he made a? He has get to the airport sixteen people at a time. Like, listen, uh, Elon a Musk. Bus? Elon Musk is the man. Look, he made a company called the Boring Company. No, I know Elon Musk is crazy. I'm, but I don't know what you're talking. He about. made a yeah. um. He made a flamethrower made yes. by the bla- by the Boring Company, and to get around like the legality of selling a flamethrower, it's literally called not a flamethrower. <laughs> it's lit- that's literally what it's called, and it's like hand- it's like gnarly too. It's like a little handheld flamethrower <laughs> yeah. that it's does real. its job. But yeah, it's so awesome. Yeah. And I got crazy. my little hodgepodge list put together in like thirty seconds. Oh, nice. There what was go. your number five? Uh, my number five is uh, going to be home improvement. Okay, like Tim the Toolman Taylor. Shout out to Jonathan Taylor Thomas, dude. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Tim the Toolman. T- I'm telling you, like that was my childhood. Yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun memories. And like Wilson, yeah, yeah, Wilson. You only see him from like here. He's like, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that okay. show is the That's shit. A solid number five. Number four. I ain't arguing. Number four. My number four uh, was going to be Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ooh, it's a good show. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. That's one of those shows I know I'd love. I'd love. I just never really put the time into. It, it. is. It's kind of workaholics. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It's the same show. <laughs> just yeah. It's characters. just like workaholics. It's nonsense. I love Charlie Day. I'm sure I'd really enjoy it. It's a good show. Uh, I really like that show. I hadn't watched it until very recently. Yeah. Like my brother got me hip to it in the last year. No, it's a sad show. Never watched show. it before, and I watched that marathon that whole thing. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yep, it, it's a good show. I mean, it, it never the same thing each episode. You always blown away. Like it's one of those shows that like could be really easy to get dormant and like you get fed up with the humor and it just gets boring. But they keep it coming every single time and it's, switch it up. And I it's nuts. swear to God, it's workaholics. It's yeah. the same like, show. And it's, it's the like same show. It's in season eleven or some shit. It's done. Yeah. It's over. Uh, is it? Are you sure? Yeah. I could. I could have sworn I just read recently that it's coming back. Maybe they're bringing it back, but they it might ended. be. It ended. I think they're bringing it because I've seen it to the end. Okay. Um, um, my number four is Married with Children. Yeah. Yeah. Similar reasons. Um, Home improvement style. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to <laughs> scoff. It, I want to scoff at that answer because I don't feel like Married with Children should be on top five anything in it. And I like Married with Children, yeah. but I mean, I guess if we're talking about sitcoms, they're all kind of like. It's all kind of like that. So, like, I can't really <laughs> scoff at you. Like, yeah. workaholics isn't really a better answer. No, I it's mean, it's all kind of the same kind of dumb shit. So, it may fair. be more nostalgia than anything, but I, I mean, that, that show's just so classic. And I, I grew up watching every goddamn episode. And I was like watching him bash it. his wife. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Al has a hot ass <laughs> wife. And, super dick to her all the time. <laughs> yeah. And he's oh, not man. even like a catch for her. He's like Fuck a shoe no. salesman. And he's like kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> now, those shows Pretty like that, like, set it up so that fat guys are now winning in 2018. Team. Like yeah. it shows a trophy wife with like kind of a worthless fat guy and like help me out a whole lot. <laughs> well, that's my number four. All right, uh, what you got for number three? Go ahead. Number three is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Uh, nice. There you go. <laughs> See, and I had workaholics. For number three? Yeah. Oh, there nice. you go. See, it's the same show. They're right there. <laughs> right. Like it's the, the same fucking show. Okay. Different characters, same shit. I'll have to like give really things. extreme, bizarre humor that's hilarious, but Workaholics was one of those ones I slept on too, and then I started watching and couldn't put down. I yeah. loved it. I mean, it's it. always Sunny in Philadelphia is the same fucking show. I need, I'll do that. Uh, my number three is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> fucking show. Yeah, that's Can't a, one of the all time shows. Yeah, yep. Fuck yeah, got it on my number. <laughs> it's two. one of the all time greats. <laughs> um, I agree. It has my first favorite rapper ever in it, Will Smith, Willie yeah. style dude, and it has my all time favorite DJ in it, <laughs> okay. Jazz Jeff. And I don't think it's close. I think he's the goat of all time DJs. Okay. Jazz Jeff is shitting on them all. That is the fucking man. We listened to Willennium on the way out to Arizona. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love Will Smith, away. bro. 
That's we're going to party like it's 19. Hold up, it is. And it's funny. You know how me and you talk about how the fact that his content kind of lacks, but like he's got a sweet flow and he's got bars and like yeah. his rhyme scheme is on point. I never said his content lacks. I think he tells better stories than 99% of the rappers. Like, But I'll tell you that we're in the car with a bunch of people. I'm like, throw it on. And everybody that's in the car is like, bro, Will Smith is actually kind of a dope rapper. I'm like, I tried <laughs> yeah, to tell bro, you. Nobody wants to listen when I say that. And then, like I said, the best example you can give anybody is Wild Wild West because everybody knows Mickey that song. Bob, wow. And when you start like listening to it, you're like, yo, he's spitting though. Mm-hmm. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. Rider. No, no, you, you don't, don't want nada. None of this six gun in this brother running this Buffalo soldier. Look, it's like, like I, I told you. Any damsel that's in distress. Be out of that dress once you meet Jim West. West. Rough necks to go checks along, but like he is going <laughs> fucking nuts on that shit. And that's such a like song everybody knows. He's got lots of songs like that, but that's one you can pull and be like, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, the same thing with his storytelling songs. Like, if somebody listened to Parents Just Don't Understand all the way through, they'd be like, this is fucking crazy. Like, he's telling these wild-ass stories, and they're hilarious, and, like... I mean, I'm with you, man. I I love me some Will He's Smith. super underrated. I will tell you, pass that delivery on. on to Jaden, though. That Icon song, he's got delivery on that. Bro, Jaden was, like... We talked about that The thing is, show, is like, I, I don't even think Jaden's bars are that nice or anything, but the whole vibe of it, you could just tell he was mm-hmm. just, like, feeling... like, And it's just got this energy that you can't deny. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. I liked it. All right, so I think Jaden was tight. So Fresh Prince is your number two. Number two. We know that. So yeah. it was my number three. What's your number two? My number two, I'm pretty sure I know it off memory, but yeah, it's Seinfeld. All right. All right. Seinfeld is my shit. I watched hate on Seinfeld I watched it going anymore, to bed last man. night. I think that Seinfeld is the best sitcom from the 90s period. And like, I don't think anything's close. I hear people make the argument that it's Martin, which is always black people. Yeah. Black people like Martin. White people like Seinfeld. Yeah. I get it. Um, but like... I like lots of black entertainment stuff. Sure. That shit is not anywhere close to Seinfeld, Fuck bro. No. It Seinfeld's is not great. fucking close. I hear a lot of people make an argument for friends, and I love friends. I think friends is great. I think it's hilarious. I like all the characters. I feel like they're my friends. I've watched that shit a million times. But friends is almost kind of like girly in comparison. Yeah, I got you. And I'm, like, and you. I'm, not, I'm not knocking friends because I love friends, but Seinfeld, the right- Seinfeld shits on friends. And, and it, ain't even, it ain't even so much like, I mean, obviously the performances are good and the actors and stuff, but the writing on Seinfeld is like undeniable. Larry David. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, you understand. Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm is the same show. Yes, I yeah. get it. I get it. Uh, my number two is. I had a hard time with two and one. I almost flipped. I did them. But my number two is. I'm putting Community in there for number two. I loved it. Never seen it. I. I yeah, it's a more recent one. You know, obviously, you know, within the past ten years, and uh, it, it. I think a lot of people sleep on it because it didn't get a whole lot of hype. But it's so smart. The writing's great. It's written by Dan Harmon, who did you know does Rick and Morty and shit. Um, it's it's. Super Super good. I highly recommend it. It's great. It has Chevy Chase in it. I love Chevy Chase. Donald Glover. Joel McHale. Um, whatever the fuck. The other chicks in, that are in it. All right. So what's um? So that Am was I the only rapper in existence that likes Chevy Chase better than Donald Glover. <laughs> probably. I'm probably <laughs> the. Only, I love Chevy Chase though. I mean, Donald Glover's cool. Like nothing. No hate. All right. Let's. Um, number one. He did great on Survivor this last season. Was he in it? Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, there was a dude named Winston that was like, he looked, or Wendell, that looked exactly like him. And like the first episode, I told my wife, I'm like, yo, I'm rooting for Childish Gambino. He's, he's going to win this whole thing. And dude was a savage. Because they do have like the occasional celebrity on there or whatever. Um, All right, let's let Bobby do his number one. All right, Bobby, you first. And my number one is The Office. Ah. That show is awful. That, what the That show is not funny at all. 
I'm not I'm not really into The Office either, honestly. I like it, but I mean, I've seen a few episodes that I, they were okay, but I don't I, I didn't get hit to it like everybody else is. I like the the humor that's in it. It's a drier humor. It's kind of that Steve Carell type of humor. Dwight's one of the the funniest. Fucking bit. dumb. Yeah, you can agree to disagree, but I think <laughs> that fucking show is awesome. Everybody loves The Office, man. I don't even want to talk about The Office. Like, let's talk about something better. What's yours here? And the Oscar goes to mine. Seinfeld. Hey, That's my number great, one. Show. Hey. great show, great show. You have much better taste than Bobby because the office is fucking <laughs> yeah. trash. I, I I had to put it at number yeah. one, man. I loved every minute of it, and that was that show was on when I was a little kid. But my dad was super into it, so I watched it too. But I, I laughed my ass off. It has so many classic episodes. I mean, it's it's yeah. great all yeah. around. Great. Every episode is is a classic. Last I woke up this morning and it was playing the episode where she's in the sauna and she grabs a chick's tits. And she finds out they're real. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. That's yeah. good nice. shit. Yeah. Love that shit. All right, what's your number one? All right, give me a mind drum roll. It's not close. I like this one far and away more than the rest of them. Surprise, it's The Office. Oh! Yeah. I love The Office. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love that okay. show. I think, Dwight, I think Dwight is the best fictional character ever created. All right. I think he's just the funniest thing ever. I just want to go ahead and say fuck you to Anne's real quick. <laughs> well, I figured I we we're going to talk about it anyway, so just get nope. through it. Yeah, no, let's talk about, about it now. Now, now, we, now we both know but it's both of our fingers. We, we, pissed off, we, we pissed off Brent there for a minute. He said, office rules. You're trash. Yeah, I love The Office. I used to have a big poster of Dwight in my living room. Okay. Yeah, I was low-key kind of shocked, like... I can't believe both of you are fucking hating on The Office right <laughs> no, now. I, I don't hate on it. I just The Office. I watched The Office last night, too. I just got to get hip to it. That's all. I did. I watched Office while I was eating dinner last night. All right. Office is fucking great. Yeah. I, I think love that it. the fact that they had those, like, one-on-one, like, confessional camera scenes, like, those make the whole show. Who are the best characters? Your favorite characters. Name? Dwight and Pam. Okay. Who are your favorite characters? And his name is John C. You don't, you don't watch it, so you don't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my favorite character, far and away, is Dwight. And I also really, really think Kevin is just fucking funniest shit ever. Kevin's hilarious. Yeah. I Good show. That. Yeah, great show. I love that show. All right. One of my all-time favorites. Good shit, guys. Good top five. Top five. What top five are we doing next week? I don't know. It's my uh, pick, huh? Your, your pick, yeah. We only got one top five this week. Yeah. So next week, we're going to do top five one-hit wonders. Ooh, gonna, that would be good. Down so I, don't, I would like no, that. No, we're not doing that. I'd be fucking I've already had this one ready to go. Here. I was, I had this one ready to go. I'm ready for it. Sorry, I'm starting my own podcast. <laughs> starting my own podcast. <laughs> suck dick. <laughs> Ooh, shit. All right, I'm going to write it down right now. We're going to do top five porn stars. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get yeah. down with that. We can Sky pull up Lopez. visuals. Okay. That won't, the face, that won't fly with Facebook, but... Yeah, you can YouTube. pull it up. The censored shots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Aria Giovanni. Yeah. Oh, who? Yeah, she's good. Aria Giovanni. Aria Giovanni. Sky Lopez. I haven't seen Aria Giovanni in a long Stormy time, Daniels. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love every time I'm watching porn, which is like six times a day. Um, every time I'm watching porn now on X videos, it pops up with that ad right before. She's like, hi, I'm Stormy Daniels. And you've probably seen me in the news recently with her tits out and shit. And I'm like, oh, nice cans. Uh, anyway, back to back to me and my ding dong. I'm like, I can trump that. You dig. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this has just become like a fucking like g- gong show. I love it. <laughs> 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 Brent Brickner knows what's up. He's at Alexis, Texas. I know you made a song about her, didn't I you? Did. I did. She wrote, retweeted she it. She retweeted your song. I yeah. wrote, I, well, I had this idea where I was going to write a song to a porn star and get her to retweet it. 
So I didn't pick Alexis Texas because she's my favorite porn star. I picked her because she's one of my favorite porn stars, but also the one I thought was most likely to retweet my song. Yeah. Yeah. And then I sent it to her on fucking Twitter and I got no response. So like 30 minutes later, I sent it to her again. And she retweeted it, and then she inboxed me, and she asked me for a CD. Oh, and She told shit. me how much she loved it. Ooh. And she immediately went from one of my favorite porn stars to far and away my favorite porn star. Oh, so like, you give it? That's a spoiler for next week. She have been like, I'll well, give I mean, you she's a my CD's favorite nuts. because she's my fan, <laughs> and because that ass though. Oh, Can I tell you that? You know and I'm a fan of your music. Like I've been a fan of your music before we ever started working together musically. And thanks, when man. you told me about this song, I had very low expectations, and just because of like the concept of the song. I'm like, I mean, how far can you go with a song to a porn star? And then you showed it to me, and There's I'll tell you that I was that I thoroughly blown away by this song. Like, it's conceptually <laughs> a masterpiece. <And laughs> Thank you. The hook on it is very like melodic, but like cool, and like just the whole song is kind of like an easy vibe song. But it's where can we got listen to that? It's on one of the Bible of, box set CDs. Yeah, oh, okay. it is. But it's got um, this underlying tone of just humor that's along with it that makes it so it's not super serious and it's not super funny. It's just kind of like that that perfect avenue to I, get in that that porn star's snatch. Box. Yeah, well, I mean, I had when I had this idea, I knew if I wrote a flat out love song, it was super serious. It would be creepy. Yeah, yeah. And I knew if I wrote something super obnoxiously comedic, then it would be almost insulting. Corny. Mm. So I had to find that happy medium. We're like you're obviously sincere, but still like we'll joking about it. it. Light, yeah. So like, there's a gotcha. lot of punchlines, a lot of like she got way better curves than the cursive, and you know what I'm saying? Like, just little lines. Um, it's like but, I'm being funny, but I would totally smash. That. Yeah, it's like like I'm <laughs> saying this jokingly, but I do like you though. Right? It's like that flirtatious where like you got a chick that's kind of yeah. vibing with you, and you're not trying to be super creepy, but you're not trying to like be corny and quirky. So you're just kind of like slide in there with some funny shit. And well, I mean, that's like the thing too is like when is, I dude. did this. After I got all these retweets or all these views or whatever, um, everybody's comments on it were like, this song's trash. I can make a better one, which, first of all, no, you can't. Everybody can make a better no, song, right? No, you couldn't. First of all. Haters gonna hate. Second of all. Sorry, mom. Here. Huh. <laughs> Talking about porn stuff. Hello? Hello? Are you done with your podcast? Nope. And you're on it right now. We're recording and you're in the mic. Hey. <laughs> all right. Bye, mom. I'll call you when I'm done. Man, <laughs> all right. Froze up. So, yeah. Um, no, but like everybody's like, I could have made a better song than this. First of all, no, you couldn't. That's just you, no. Second of all, you didn't have the idea. So yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah, fuck off. That's part of the genius of this. And third of all, I seriously doubt, and maybe I'm just being arrogant and thinking I'm better than other people. Maybe that's the case. Generally. But like I seriously doubt that had all these other people that told me what a better job they could have done. I seriously doubt they would have struck in the right balance of like comedy and humor. Like it would have either been too serious or would have been too jokey. It would have been something else. Like I spent a lot of time thinking about how to approach that. And I guarantee you most people wouldn't have gotten that right. I, I listen to a, or I hear a lot of songs uh, that people will make um, like as a fan of something, especially like when I listen to like podcasts and stuff like that. Um, some, some podcasts I listen to people make like fan songs and shit. And right. oh, the, my one gripe with them is, you know, sure. They put like, they'll put like a bunch of references, a little sound effects in them and shit like that. But it's still just not good. Like right. they, they, they have a lot of boring generic lines yeah. and shit that yeah. don't mean nothing or, and I, I think if you're going to do a song like that, it needs to be like punch, 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 yeah. punch, punch, like, and be good at the same time, obviously. But 
I don't know. That, that was just my thought I had while doing but, it. I mean, my point like, is, I, I'm, I don't remember your Lexus Texas song, but I'm sure yours fits the bill. You've got to branch saying. the lines together. they got to go together. So, like, she got the figure of a Coke bottle. Not a model, but I still want to hit it like the lotto. She's so yeah. fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, each one has to, like, they have to go together. You can't have, like, like yeah, both of these lines make sense, but then they make sense together. Yeah. And, yeah. like, is this too much? Is this not enough? Like, there's layers to, like... And it's with that kind of song specifically. It's not necessarily that way with everything, but like, if when, you're making a song that's yeah. like an homage or like a yeah. fan, a fan type of yeah. song, like it's got a, it, it needs to be, it needs to have the references, but still be you have good. To finesse you know, things. Like yeah. You can't just, yep. you can't hit somebody over the head with a hammer and right. Like, it can't be background yeah. noise. You know, it's got to, yeah. like, you got to, the lyrics got to be good. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, Alexis, I, Texas, I love you. Have my babies. I dig that, man. I'm yeah. retired from the baby making game, but I'll give you one. I'll give you one right now. For right free. now. Right now. <laughs> he make cute babies, too. I don't know if you've seen them. But. I make cute babies. I'll <laughs> yeah. give you one right now. Alexis, Texas, we know you're watching. Just um, hit us Shout up. Shout out. I'm going to have to like cut this into another clip and then send it to her on Twitter again. <laughs> she should... um. <laughs> does, she, does she does she tour around? She should come here and we, we She does, but you have to get like a club that wants to pay her to come. Yeah. Like we got to get sirens to bring her out. We could just like, then pay I her to, to come like, on to the podcast. The thing is, is if she, <laughs> if she did come out, I could probably hit her inbox and be like, I wrote this song for you. Remember me? Let's kick it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Let's go party with Alexis Texas. Although I don't know that, like if I was a porn star, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with fans a lot because I think they would probably be a little weird about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they want to have a different kind of party. I definitely want to have that kind of party with her. But if I did hang out with her, I wouldn't be overly aggressive and weird about it. I would just be like, hey, cool. Like your chick well, hang naturally. out with us. We're still like, obviously I jack off to you, but like we can still just be friends. I'll shake with the other hand. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't Such a gentleman. I'd have to finesse it. Can I just like grab your booty once? Just <laughs> once? I mean, she just would have firm. She, she would have to allow that, obviously. I wrote you a love song. I mean, that's like promoting your brand, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> let me give a review on the show. Just let uh, me get a quick titty. I mean, come on. <laughs> no harm. Uh, oh. But Alexis Texas, I still love you. I still yeah, love you. That's what's up. Baby, right now. Um, All right, moving on. Anything else you want to touch on? I mean, we're, we're pretty much at time. Other got, than we, got our, we got our major discussion that we talked about. What was it? I don't remember. We were going to do... Uh, we are on the eve of PlayStation 5. Oh, and okay. Xbox Scarlet is the code name for it. Oh, really? I haven't... I, I, I mean, it's a code name. It's I'll not, be honest. You talked to me about that yesterday. I really, truly forgot to look shit up. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm going to talk and you're just going to have to... Yeah, please. I'll, I'll try and interject as much as you can. Um, <laughs> excuse is me. Is Xbox finally beating PlayStation? Because I'm getting no. tired of this shit. No. Xbox is getting its ass kicked right now. But that's where this conversation is going, though. Okay. Um, <clears throat> both the consoles are on the verge of their next generation. So we're on the eve of... Uh, the PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet. Xbox um, 2. Next box. Um, but Tim basically Bill. from E3, uh, Xbox talked a lot about the next generation of games. Whereas PlayStation talked more about the end of this generation of games. And so this got me thinking, and I've seen other podcasts talk about stuff to this effect, but it's a lot of um, conjecture and just, you know, what are we speculating? Okay. Um, but it appears to me that Xbox has set their sights, Microsoft has set their sights on really coming out hard as fuck on the next generation of games. Whereas Sony is focused more on capping off this generation really well, mm. which both I think are important. But um, 
they're probably both looking to launch around 2020. So we probably okay. have two years until the next consoles come out. Um, that still seems like too soon to me, doesn't it? It feels too soon to me, too, since I just got a PS4 Pro. Yeah. The Xbox One X just came out at the end of last year, right? Yeah, I mean, but that's what it's they're going to do. They're going to add a quick feature to each console to try to get as much revenue that they can off of these yeah, I mean, consoles right I mean, now. Well, the 360 had almost, new. it had damn near 10-year lifespan, like, mm-hmm. before That generation was extra fucking long, though. Yeah. That generation is not representative of the cycle, because, like, the normal cycle was, like, five years. At this point, what's the fucking point of coming out with a new console? Like, how much better is it really going to be? Like, what is it going to offer the difference? I mean, we're talking about jumping from, like, the Xbox One X has six teraflops, which is way more than everything else, right? Except for most people don't have the X. Most people have the regular Xbox, a regular PlayStation. So the new ones are going to look like ten teraflops. But, um, so we're talking about a substantial launch. I mean, look at how PUBG runs. Like, they want that to run like it runs on PC. Well, you need to upgrade the consoles. And all games want to make that kind of leap, too. So and the One X that's still what didn't do at. it justice. Like, I have the One X. That's what I'm saying, I though. play PUBG on it, and it's a lot better experience than the, than the OG Xbox. But at the same time, PC yeah. dominates just but that's control and graphics. That's and why you're on the eve of, like, technology is advancing fast. Games are going to jump. But, um... But so, other than making a game look better, what is like your hope that's going to come out of this next generation of consoles? Like, what do you want to see that's going to change the game? Well, well, it's not just my hope, but um, it's not just graphics. We're talking about right now. We're in this point where we're entering 4K gaming, and a lot of times you have to choose between your frame rate or your 4K. Usually has to be one or the other. You can either have 60 frames per second with 1080p or 30 frames per second with 4K. 4K yeah. So that's one thing that's going to jump. I mean, the other thing is like that hardware operates a lot more than just graphics. We're talking about rendering more enemies or NPCs on screen. We're talking about longer draw distances for the environments. Like See, a lot of that. And like that can all sound insignificant, but when you start playing things where all of those things are encompassed, it starts making a really big difference. And a great example of that is like, if you played Fallout 4, if you play that on a regular console versus the upgraded Pro or X, like, when you start noticing the draw distance being changed with, like, things in the environment, like leaves and bushes and things like that, it becomes really noticeable. You don't notice it until you see the change, and you're like, holy shit, this is totally different. Like, when you start playing uh, Fallout 4 regularly... You can see all the bushes and plants in the next 50 feet, but when you play it on the upgraded console, you can see it all the way out, Right, and it changes the way everything is. So there's a lot of differences like that. I mean, we're also also looking at switching into bigger physics engines and things like that that are going to be able to do a lot more. So there's a lot of... A lot of ways that it can really change things. See, me personally, though, I think that they need to do something like evolving the VR gaming to where you are able to use your hand, like have gloves that you put on where you're able to use your hand, stuff like that. Like for me, they have to make that big game change because graphics, like we were talking about earlier, graphics are great no matter what. At this point in in day and age, graphics are great. Now, if they go to 10 teraflops and you can see a little farther and gives you your frames per second, I mean, that's going to help. Don't get me wrong. It's going to help with gameplay. It's going to help with being more accurate with your shots and first person shooters. I mean, think about this, bro. But is it going to create such a different overall experience that I need to go pay $600 for a new console when I just got an Xbox One X? To, the, to, that, to that question, my response is, go back and play a PlayStation 2 game. Oh, I love Twisted Metal. Okay. <laughs> when the PlayStation 2 came out, I remember the Christmas that I got my PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. And I had the NHL game that year, whatever it was. And I was playing that. And my entire family looked at that screen and marveled. Like, I cannot believe how life life like 
this looks like it looks almost indistinguishable from real TV and all that. And if you go back now, it looks that terrible. Is not what it is. Right. But that that was we didn't realize how much further we could jump. And it's the same thing now. Is like right now everything looks amazing. So you're like, how much better? But like when the jump happens, you're gonna be like, holy shit! Right. It's but gonna happen. I think that in my personal opinion. I need to have something more than graphics improvement to make me go drop the kind of money that you're going to have to drop to get this system. It's going to have to be something that blows me away and changes the way that I game or, you know, I, just, they got it. Well, I mean, there's, there's another thing that's going to force you. What's that? Well, I mean, if you want to keep playing games, what's going to happen is they're going to come out with the new consoles and whether, it's whether the graphic leap is not or not. Games. Yeah. The Here, new games are going to be for those consoles. You're going to have to, if you want to keep playing new games. Here's where I see the future of gaming in general. But I mean, Xbox is already kind of on the ball or Microsoft is where they have this play anywhere where you buy a game yeah. and you could play it on your Xbox or PC, which already yeah. is like blurring that line quite a bit. That That's essentially where it's going to be. You... I don't think consoles are the future. Consoles are, uh, if you ask me, they should be on their way out. You buy a game. That's did, not going to happen. You buy a game. It's in the cloud. And eventually this fucking thing is going to be powerful enough where I cast it to my TV. And as long as I pay for the game, I'm casting it from my phone or some shit. I don't or, yep. or, think or, that's or, how it's going to happen. Or playing it from the cloud. I log in through whatever devices, uh, probably an app on my goddamn TV at this point within a couple of years, log into the app, download my game or stream it even and play it just like that. Yeah. Just have a still need the hardware to run it. I, I, that's debatable. But I mean, that that kind of shit is it with the, with with the processing power of phones and stuff. Now, I mean, phones. You, I mean, yeah. And but I mean, then you're just moving your console from your living room to your phone. It's still having a console. Well, my point is, we like how many goddamn devices are we going to have? Because everybody has some kind of electronic, and with with the future. You know, we don't know what's going to happen within the next couple of years. Fair. They really could. The amount of processing power that's in an Xbox One X within two years probably could be in like a, my fucking phone or right, but the built into is, my TV. The problem with that is by that time, the console is going to be way more powerful than that. Probably. It's always going to be a step ahead because you can't cram the newest technology into such a small device. Maybe. But I'll say my favorite console feature was that you could burn games for the Dreamcast. <laughs> Just put them in a computer and burn your friends. Yeah. Game. Well, um, that's sweet. Where we're heading with this is the potential launch lineups for okay. the consoles. I think right now Xbox is playing for the next generation. They've chalked this one up to a loss. And I think Xbox is poised to win the next generation if they play this right right now. Yeah. And I think they're trying to play it the way that they need to. I think you never know a PlayStation they could absolutely blow us away. But um so I made a list of things that I think are potentially likely for a launch of the next consoles as far as game-wise. Okay. Okay. Um, judging by the time frame, how long games t- take to develop, um, what has been announced, things like that. Obviously, there's going to be things that are coming out that we haven't, we haven't even heard of, so we can't really speculate on that too much. Um, but I think right now the Xbox Scarlet looks to launch with Halo Infinite. Okay. They announced that game. They didn't give it a release date. Mm-hmm. I think within two years, we're going to have a new console. So I think it's likely that that's going to launch next gen launch. And I think that makes a lot of sense for Xbox. I think if you're trying to sell a new system, Halo's a launching with Halo with. is a great way to move units. Even if it doesn't, even if it is out for this generation, I think they'll probably have like some kind of, you know, upgraded 8, version. 8K edition or whatever the fuck it'll be. I by think then. they might save it. Yeah, I think they might just all know, out man. save it. People were so uh, the, w- left with such a bad taste in their mouth after Halo Five. It wouldn't surprise me if they kind of got that 
like rushed out to be quite honest. Yeah, but I mean, you and I both know that one bad entry in a monumental franchise like that isn't going to kill it. Yeah, I'm the with The campaign you. was good. Um, Online play was horrible. Yeah, same. I, I didn't really um, fuck with it too much. So I think they're poised to launch with Halo Infinite. I think in all likelihood they're going to have Forza because of course. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean that's a staples, great that's yeah. that's a great racing game. It's a good way to move your new console. Um, I think there's a really really strong possibility that there's going to be a Fable launch title. That would Ooh. be dope. I'd be they, into that. I mean they're we already know that they're making a Fable game. Yeah. They have been yes, for a they couple have years. That, yeah. So I think it looks like a very likely possibility that that's a launch title. If it's shit. not a launch title, it could be close. What a great series within of games a couple too. Yeah, I, I'm no, with you. I totally disagree. <laughs> I, I never Fable One was phenomenal. Oh shit! Fable One was phenomenal. Fable Two was a dumpster fire. I like Fable Two more. Oh, I thought it was so bad. Fable Three was better than Two. It was a good game, but it was all right. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Fable 1 was monumental. I don't think it's ever reached those peaks ever again. Um, but it could with the new Fable. I like the original Fable. I would like to see it return to form. Um, and then you've got, I think Xbox is likely to launch with PUBG again in a much PUBG two smoother. No. Just PUBG no. with the winter map? No. PUBG. I mean, I think it'll have everything that the Xbox will have. You I think, think we're going to get You think in two winter years' map. time, they're not going to have a, a new version of one by then? No, I don't. I think... I think it's going to be like Destiny where they keep yeah, coming gonna, up with installments gonna, for it. It's going to be like, yeah, they're going to just keep the same game going. Um, but I do think like it'll have all the content that we'll, we'll already have the winter map this winter. So mm -hmm. it'll, of course, have the winter map. Right. But I think... And we'll probably have more than that by then. But I think PUBG is likely to launch on Xbox One or the next Xbox Scarlet. with... Yeah, Scarlet with Xbox. substantially improved performance. Okay. And I think that is going to be a draw. Uh -huh. um, and that very well could happen by that time with PlayStation. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that's a, a likely scenario. And I also think there is, um, a, while it may be a small chance, um, a dark horse, I think there's a chance that maybe the next Xbox launches with Alan Wake 2. They haven't announced that they're making it. So that's a random one. To yeah, was there. I have a reason that I'm saying this. Okay. It's called Classic. People love that game. People have been clamoring for a sequel, myself included. Um, Xbox has made a habit of launching with horror titles. They always have like a horror title right around launch. Um, Xbox 360 launched with Condemned. Okay. Um, Xbox One launched with uh, Dead Rising 3. And the evil within. That was right after launch, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But so like they are making a strong effort to launch with that to draw in horror fans. So I think it's likely that the next Xbox will launch with a horror title. And Alan Wake is one that they own the company that makes it. So it's in all likelihood going to be an exclusive. Everybody wants, everybody that's played Alan Wake is like just eagerly waiting for another one. And the team that made Alan Wake just recently said, we all really, really, really want to make Alan Wake 2. Everybody on the team wants to do this. And so I think all of those things combined kind of just set that up. Put so while I'm, uh, so I'm definitely speculating here, but that seems like a pretty perfect setup for something that would help them move consoles. Okay. A little speculation. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't have much to say about that. I don't give a fuck about Alan Wake. Alan Wake is awesome. Okay, now I'm going to move on to what PlayStation's 
potential. I mean, mind you, I think Elder Scrolls Six. You don't think that's going to be a launch title? I don't think it's going to be a launch title. Um, I think like Gears of War seems like it could be a likely launch title, except for because they just announced the next one's coming out next year. It's yeah, gonna be unlikely that there would be another one at launch. Right. Um. So now moving to PlayStation, these are the ones that I think are stand a good chance of launch titles. The first two, I'm going to say, while I think they could be launch titles, they also, in all likelihood, could be end of this generation instead. Okay. So that kind of takes the the sting away from them being launch titles. Okay. Uh, but I, I think The Last of Us 2. Yeah. I think that'll come out this gen. I think yep. it's going to come out this gen, though. Yeah. If they save that for a launch title, though, that's a fucking system seller. That's probably when they'll come out with like a deluxe remastered. Yeah, I mean, launch. I'm sure they will, but that that could be a monster to launch with. Absolutely. Huge. Yeah. God of War um, 5 or whatever. 6. What is one? I don't be? know if we'll have a... I mean, I... We'll definitely have a new I God think, of War by then. I don't think so. I mean, that's two years... I think of, they took a long time making this God of War, and the way that it's been critically received, I think they may take longer than the general... The general game cycle is three years. Yeah. I think they're going to take longer than that just because of how successful this one was and how monumental it was. I don't and know. because of how long it took. Maybe. I mean, did, I could be wrong. Did they completely like redo the engine or something for the new one? Like, I mean, I don't know the. They haven't done a full God of War in a long time. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm just saying, like, they, uh, my point is, they if they already have the engine, like, porting it over and updating the graphics might not be that much of a task at that maybe point. Maybe if that's what they choose to do. I don't think they do that, though. But like I'm not rushing sure. It? I mean, how do you make a leap like you did and then rush the next one? He said they... I did read an article in the newest Game Informer, I think, that said that they had no plans for <coughs> DLC for that game. That's awesome. Yeah, I do too. I think that's awesome too. Yeah, cool. I hate that everything's monetized now. You used to be able yeah. to beat a game and unlock the next version yep. just because you played it so rigorously, but now you got to pay for everything. Yeah, shit's annoying. Um, all right, so the next one I think that is likely going to be an end of the generation game, but oh, could be next generation, is Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. That looks Which, like a great game. It looks unbelievable, but I think it's probably more likely end of generation. Yep. I think PlayStation may be better served, not for me as a gamer. I would rather have those games now, I, I but think, I think the I think the company may be better served to save some of these. I Is think that a every, PlayStation exclusive? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think everything they've announced will be coming out for this gen, to be quite honest. I don't see I them don't. saving any of it. I know one that I definitely think is next generation. That's the next one on my Bes list. Besides Elder Scrolls? Yeah. What? I think Death Stranding is oh. almost positively next generation. It looks like it's fucking done. No, it does. It's He's still writing the script for it. I don't believe that. I mean, how yeah, fucking Yeah, he's... That, they, that's why they just showed up gameplay for the first time this year is because... I bet like, you, he just left Konami not dude, that, that long ago, bro. Like it has not year. been that long. That should be out next year. Mark my words. It doesn't even have a release date. Mark my words. Okay, well, I mean, I would... I'm inclined to say not likely. I think okay. that's almost positively next generation. Hmm. Um, I'd be shocked. I, I'd be. I don't even I, know if that'll be a launch title. I, I think it's possibility for a launch title. I honestly think you're jumping the gun on this uh, new console thing. I don't. I really, truly don't see them making new consoles for another few years at least. All, all of the uh, industry insiders are saying that it could be as early as 2019, but all signs point to 2020. That's so crazy. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm not fucking. They've already got developer kits. <laughs> Video game companies already have developer kits yeah. for the PlayStation Five. Okay, so. All right, like we're yeah. well on our way. We'll see. Um, I so yeah, I think Death Stranding okay. is a potential okay. launch title. I think because of the game cycle of how long it takes a game to be created, 2017 we saw Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it's very likely that we see a Horizon Zero Dawn two for launch. 
All think right. it's very likely. That and I be, think that's a system. Seller. I would see that. Uh, I can see that too. Yeah. I think that's an easy one for them to put another one. Yep. Out. Probably another and another good one. I bet you they'll probably have another <clears throat> one by the um Shadow of the Colossus people too. Well, I mean the one that they just put out was a remaster. Last Guardian was not a remaster. No, I'm talking about Shadow of Colossus. Oh yeah. That was that was like I mean it, I don't know the company that makes it. Team Ico, is that what it is? I don't know. Or Eco, whatever it's however it's pronounced. Um but yeah, I bet you they'll probably have something. I mean those and guys like, those guys always got something up their sleeve. Um All right. And then got? I think I think obviously uh there's a good chance there's a Gran Turismo game to counter Forza. Mm. That makes sense. Gran Turismo is always one of my favorite driving. I like games. Gran Turismo. I never got hit Forza. To it. I think Forza's awesome. Yeah. Like I'm not super into racing, but I think Forza's awesome. But I like Gran Turismo better. The original Forza was a lot better than the, the more recent Forza. I just want a Need for Speed Underground Three. <laughs> uh, All right, but I mean, uh, those are some good choices. I, I don't, I'm, I don't uh, care about Gran Turismo at all. But um, I mean, I think, I, I think a lot of what you're saying is very likely for new gen, well, without a doubt. I think this one is almost a certainty. What? I think PS5 launches with PSVR two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So along with that, you're probably going to have some PSVR games. It wouldn't surprise me if there's the, if those uh, consoles are so popular that there'll be, or I mean, I mean, so powerful that there'll be like third party like Oculus Rift, like we'll have like a, a version that you could buy for their console. And it's shit. possible. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if that kind of shit's happening by then because yeah, I mean, I, my, I my computer isn't much less powerful than a goddamn PlayStation Four at this point. Well, you know? the way that Sony is more so anti crossplay and everything, it yeah. would not surprise me if they made it so that you had to have a PSVR. Man, they're gonna bend on that. They have to. On the I mean, the pressure's shit. getting. Yeah, they're getting the fire under their ass right now. They're gonna have to give in at some yeah. point. They, they're they. I guarantee. I'll guarantee within the next six months they bend on that. I shit. think you're probably right. If I had to guess, I think you'd be right. Yeah, because I know Fortnite can cross platform on PS4, but Fortnite, um, Rocket League, uh, mm-hmm. like there's a there's a handful of these games, but they need where they all cross play except for Sony. Sony's the only one that won't. So well, you can play Switch, PC, and. Uh, Xbox all together, but you keep no Sony. No, no Fortnite. You can on Sony. I've played PC. No, you can't. Yeah, no, well, you if cannot. You, no, if you do though, you're you can't take your account to another console. Is the mm-hmm. point though? Like you, you, your account gets locked to Sony. You literally right. cannot take it and play it on PC at that point. Right. No. Right. But your as, account on Sony is strictly with Sony. <coughs> but whereas, can, like my Fortnite account on Xbox and Switch can change. No, dude. If I downloaded Fortnite on my PC right now, you could jump on on PC or on your PlayStation, and I could jump on a PC and we could play a game together. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I'm talking about the account. Got you. No, the account. But like is Rocket League, you, I can't. But you can cross platform with the game. I have Rocket yeah. League on my uh, PlayStation and on my Switch. They cannot play together. But if you had it on Xbox, I could get on my Switch and play, yeah. play with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they need they need to figure that shit out. They're gonna cave. They have to cave. I mean, that's just the way it's going anymore. I mean, the thing is, is their prop like. Their dis- their business decision to not allow that seems like the smart decision, right? And I'm surprised that Nintendo and Microsoft caved on that. That I find that kind of shocking. But the fact that everybody else has is now making Sony look like a fucking Nazi. Yeah, you might as well bend because I mean, most people anymore don't like get just I'm an Xbox guy and that's me forever. Like nowadays, people. I mean, as long as you can afford them, most people have at least a couple consoles. You know, so at least gamers. I don't think it's as yep. as, as much loyalty as it may have been in the past you know everybody wants to play every game so you know just fucking relax and let motherfuckers play together yeah my how i feel about it but. okay i'm also going to throw this out here for launch all right these are the shared games <laughs> that i think both consoles will have 
All right, let's, let's obviously going to have the obvious Madden, okay. 2K20, yep. and FIFA. Okay, sure. They're likely going to have Cyberpunk, Starfield, Okay, which he said is a next-gen game. He recently said maybe it's end of this generation, but it's an all-likelihood next okay. generation. Gotcha. When that's supposed to be before... Yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls Six. Right, that's, I think Elder Scrolls Six is a little farther off, and I think it's a safe bet. There's Call of Duty and an Assassin's Creed game. That's probably all pretty likely. I don't know about all that shit for launch, but I think they're all going to be if they're not launched there within a couple months of launch. Yeah, I mean, they, and they, that's a pretty solid lineup for both companies. I mean, we're also if talking they launch about that way. two years in the future. I mean, God knows what other kind of IPs we're going to be. That's why I said there's, there's going to be more I stuff mean, that we haven't even heard of. Yeah. But I think those are all safe bets. I mean, a year ago, you you know, PUBG wasn't even a fucking thing. You wouldn't even have talked about, you know. Yes, it was. Oh, okay. A year and a half ago. It sorry. Was. Whatever. It hasn't like been around PUBG that. Is, PUBG has been around for like two or three years well, now, hasn't it? No, it's been around for like a year and a half. Well, same with like Fortnite. My point, On PC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my point is that those are relatively new IPs, and you know, God knows what could happen by then. Is mm-hmm. all I'm trying to say. Absolutely. So yeah, H1Z1 has been around for a little while, and that's PUBG was. A I got that shit on PlayStation. H1Z1. Yeah, and a lot of people are getting it now because it just released it's on PlayStation. Right. It's, it's, but it's, it's been it's around a, for a is while. Is it on Xbox yet? I think so. H1Z1. I, I think so. It's really just a lesser version of PUBG. Well, like, it it's is. okay. PUBG, it's not bad. It's fun. I can enjoy it. But it's, it's PUBG a lesser started version. off as a mod for that game, yeah. and then people liked it so much that they just developed it into its own game. All right, like, let's wrap this bitch up. I gotta go to work. Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all fine and dandy. I would do this shit all day if I could, but I, I got all right. Fair I enough. Gotta, I gotta be a grown up at some point. Yeah, Fuck um, real quick, everybody, go out and check out Gaming Universe. That's the company that sponsors me streaming. We're giving away a console right now, and go check out Bobby Cray K R E A. Yeah, I'll put links in the description for all this shit too. Do it. Um, all right, check out Bobby Cray. Look forward to his album. Hey, go check- listen to "Give It to You," which is a song by Ends about Alexis Texas. Okay, yes. give it to you. Where where can they find that? It's on Spotify and okay. iTunes, Google Play. I don't remember which of the Bible box sets it's on, but it's on one of them. It's endsbaby.com for more info. Iconoclash.net for all of our socials and links and all that. Instead of YouTube. doing this, I'm going to do like the real stiff one. <laughs> Whoa. Go down. YouTube. Check out, hey, you know what? Watch Netflix. I'm do it. Watch. <laughs> Go check out Annihilation on Netflix. That was a good movie. I started watching that. I yeah. never finished it. All right. Uh, Hell House LLC. Watch that shit. You'll YouTube, you Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Iconoclash.net, itsendsbaby.com, Bobby Cray, hey. PUBG. Play that shit. See you guys. Catch you later. Thanks to the Clashers for having yeah. me out. Yay. Thanks for coming, buddy. We'll, we'll definitely do it again sometime. Hey. Let's do it. All right. Bye. Peace out. Bye.